This is a parental guidance moment. Welcome back to the Sunday service, the only fucking comedy podcast in Newcastle, bruh. And uh, hey, if it's your first time joining, thanks for joining. If you're a regular listener, welcome back, dude. And, uh, well, what can I say? I've got my dog. My dog. A guy with a little dog in him. Uh, the great Taylor Coftry. Yeah, mate. How you going, bro? The, the fucking high priest, dude. The high priest. Putting I like high, the sound of it. Putting high in the high priest. Now, you know, Thursday Thursday evening podcast, just before uh, a little bit of football starts. But, look, I'm going away this weekend. And I was like, I can't let the boys down and just not do a pod. No. Because we've got... We've got Bruh, like, you know Pitbull? Three, yeah. 305, okay. Mr. Yeah, I Worldwide. Do. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Turns out we're... Golly. We're a little bit Mr. Worldwide ourselves. We're pretty worldwide. Dude, I was looking at that list. We got listeners in Ireland. How? The one place I want to go, dude, and just for a bit of a fucking ripping and a tearing. You want to go to Ireland? I want to go to Ireland, but I'm afraid I'd get bashed. Do you? <laughs> Because I'm such dude. a pussy man and those cunts just love to fight. No, yeah, but they're fucking tall little, small little fucking leprechauns, dude. Yeah, well. Every single, Conor McGregor's the tallest person in Ireland. Yeah, dude. And like, I'll by fuck up margin. everyone in Ireland, dude. <laughs> hey, don't say that. We need those people on board. No, but yeah, I know. But I'm just saying though, if they wanted to step up, they can step, but oh. they're going to fucking catch hands. Right. If they step to you, you wouldn't be, you'd yeah. meet them halfway. If they step up the step ladder so they can fucking get to my five, nine height. Yeah, you'd meet them halfway. Meet them halfway. <laughs> hey, I'll meet them halfway. I'll meet them halfway, bro. Yeah. So um, yeah, we had to get we had to do a we had to do this on a Thursday, which is look is it unorthodox for us to do it on a Thursday? Absolutely, but Thursdays are a good day. They are a day, not p- like unless we're talking like Easter Thursday, not a big day in the religious calendar, but big day for rugby league. Bit of Thursday night footy. Does, does AFL this hour out of loop? I am. Does AFL do Thursday night footy? It does Thursday night footy, but not every round. So See, it that's does dumb. like it's fucking dumb as hell, bro. It does like. Fucking brackets of Thursday night. So it'll be like Thursday night 40 for like six rounds. And then it just won't be Thursday night 40 for like a month or two. And then it'll come back again. Nah. It's fucking, it's dumb as fuck, bro. Because you know what else is fucking annoying about that too? Is that the AFL has two games on Saturday night at the same time. Oh, that's idiotic. Bro, just put one of them on fucking Thursday, man. And have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday games, dude. I hate having to like... Because I I'm a fucking footy nerd, so I like to just I like to watch every game that I can, and so it sucks when you've got like you have to choose between potentially two really good games on a Saturday night, man. Yeah, the that's fuck, bro. You're like watching one game, and then like down the bottom of the screen is the scores to the other games, and you like see that like scores like getting close or whatever, and you're like, oh fuck, and then you switch over, and then you see the scores for the game you're just watching, maybe even up or whatever, and she's like, just put the cunt on Thursday nights, dude. Give us something to do on Thursday nights. How have people not figured that out at the AFL? That's ridiculous. If for for clearly the best code in the country, there's debatable. so many. Well, it's not really debatable, but there's so many things. <laughs> there's so many things that they do that I'm just like, you guns are shooting yourselves in the foot for that type. Like, what the fuck, cunt? That's dumb. And realistically, like putting it on a Thursday, that's one less day you have to wait. And like Thursday yeah. night. Thursday night games are fucking sick because it's a little precursor to the weekend. It is. It, it leads you in. It's like a little, it's like 
Friday, it's, you get to go in. Hey, how about them fucking... It's like a hand job before you're hard or a suck before you're fully hard. That's what a Thursday oh, night game is. Oh, when you get is. sucked to erection? S- yeah, dude. Suck to erection? That's an elite move. Yeah, it is an elite move, dude. It's an elite move, and that's definitely what Thursday night football is. And it's surprising, as Australia's best code, that I, I AFL doesn't fucking wake up and listen to the fans, man. The fans want it. Like, there, of course, there are people that are like, we don't want to, we, we want to go with kids. Fuck your kids. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them, cunt. Yeah, there's plenty of people that don't have kids. And I reckon if the AFL just had a simple vote of, would you like to get sucked before you're fully hard? <laughs> it'd be an overwhelming. It'd be a resounding yes, dude. Yeah, It would dude. be a resounding yes. I'll tell you what, the sexual assault record of football players, it means it would be a resounding yes. It would be, the numbers would be astronomical to the levels that I don't think you and I could even count. No. Well, and we're no w- known mathematicians. No. But I think I know a good, I think I know a good idea when I, when I smell one out. And a Thursday night game is it not only does it make sense, not only is it good for morale, but I'll tell you what else it does. What? For the for the disciples out there listening, I'll tell you what else it does. It gives you an excuse to get it on on a Thursday. Yeah, of course, man. Of course it does. And a like, little a little fucking cheeky, weekday blow up, dude. Cheeky pub sesh on a Thursday night. You're talking snitties, you're get talking it in. schooners. Get you're it talking, in. You're talking babe, I'll be home after the game, hoping they're going to be asleep. You're fucking ripping in a tear and next minute you know they're calling last call and they're trying to kick you out. Mm. And you're like, fuck, I guess i got to go home now. Fuck, I guess I have to get up for work in four and a half hours. Yeah, and then you're rocking up into work. Oh, you don't look well. Yeah, I, I don't feel great. I think I'm coming down with something. Look, mate, we don't want to get anybody else here sick. Maybe you should go home. Taylor gets home, has a few recovery cones next minute. You've worked a four-day week. You've ripped and teared on the Thursday night. Now you're sitting there sky high getting ready for a bit of Friday night footy. And you've got a long weekend. Am I the greatest fucking... Am I the greatest fucking... Dude, I tell you what, dude. You might want to. You might be one of the brightest minds of our generation. I think I need to run for politics... Politi- uh, I need to run for office. You need to run. You need to run for government. I need to run for government. You need to run for government. And I'm going to walk in yeah. and go, government. Here's what you need. You need to be sucked off before you're fully hard. We need to have Thursday night games. We need to extend the season. I don't want a 26 <laughs> round season. I want just a 40 week <laughs> season. I want there to be 10 weeks of cricket just till I get a little bit fucking over it, and then bang, footy's back. And you think about it, less off season, less drama. <coughs> Then we're gonna be we're gonna be on. That's what they should do, man. And instead of being like, oh, we'll fucking um, or oh, what about the list? Like the players need a rest. How about extend the fucking squad, bro? Extend the amount of fucking players who can play. And then throughout the season, what comes into tactical? How do you rest your players? Who do you give games to? Who do you fucking let drop out? Have a little mini preseason in the middle of the season to get back up to push for finals, dude. Yeah, the dude. AFL should have thirty six rounds. I forty. <laughs> Make it 40, dude. 36 rounds, dude, because 18 teams, everyone plays each other twice. And then you just fucking, that's it, man. Bang. And if I could... Off-season's too long, cunt. We have the longest fucking off-season in the fucking world, cunt. And, like, dude, there's only so much cricket you can watch. Uh, for me, it's about uh, five minutes. Yeah, see, I... Because I used to play it and I used to be into it. And now I just, I don't have the bandwidth for it, bro. Yeah, so you need to get on the couch, have a few Hong Kongs, and then just, and then watch, like, dude, watch, the watch first a, Watch ball, a Big Bash. The fir- nah, fuck Big Bash. <laughs> fuck Big Bash, that's a joke. Watch fucking Indian Premier League, the bro, IPL. The best is, like, you're sitting down, Ashes, first ball of the Ashes. I remember Mitchell Stark, 
Oh yeah, coming in and just fucking coming in, just thunk, just clean. How good? How good is the sound of taking stumps, bro? Like just fucking up, just taking some cunts off stump, fucking four meters, dude. Get it out of here, cunt. And then like when like when the Australian cricket team had a bit of mongrel and they'd stare them down, and they're like, "Go back and sit down, you weak gutted dog." Yeah, it just gets me highly aroused. But I tell you what else gets me highly aroused, mate. What? When it's a Thursday evening and all the boys have been doing is working hard and maybe taking a few licks during the comedy week, and you're looking towards the weekend and you go, "I oh, know it's only one day away, but there is Thursday night footy on, so it'd be rude not to." Now, Taylor Coftree, did I commit a holy sin earlier? I did because... What was I, the sin? I looked at my bank account, right? Yeah. Bank account's looking pretty juice. Pretty good. Probably... Fuck, wish that was me. Probably some of the nicest bank account that I've seen in a very long time. But this is what happened because I... How much money do you have? Fucking 60 bucks? <laughs> uh, I had $10.83. So that's, 83 cents? So that's how Fuck I managed... No. That's how I managed to get these Got two extra. beers. So... Um, Look, as you know, going to America soon. Sorry, Chase, I'm not coming to Missouri, bruh, but I'll tell you my travel plans. Um, And now all of a sudden I'm looking at that money and I'm like, I don't want to spend a single cent. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I can't do a pod and not do a beer breakdown. And I was having a look at some funny beers in at Dan Murphy's and I came across this one here. And um, look, there's there's a billy goat on there and he's got a big stein of beer. It's called Cozzle. So it's a Cosel Premium Lager by the brewery that has every letter in the alphabet on it. And I'm not even going to embarrass myself and try to spell that. I mean, pronounce that. Do you want to give it a crack? It, it's Vel, Vel Cop. I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, I said I wasn't, but now I'm going to try to do it just, to, just so you guys can get a laugh at how Vel Copper Vicky. El Copper Vicky. Vel Copper Vicky. And I tell you what, I have copped a Vicky one time and it's not bad. Tell you what, man, I'm fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I am not ashamed of the Vel Copper Picky. Yeah. To Vel Copper Picky, mate. You can't be picky when you're trying Vel to cop... You can't be picky when you're trying to cop a Vicky. So, um, look, mate... This, Vel Copper Vicky. This is a... Uh, this is like a $6 beverage. Mm. And you, like... You know, the past few weeks, I've bought $20 cans of beer. Yeah, which is, you shouldn't be doing that. Which I shouldn't have been doing that because I'm trying to go overseas. But for the greater good of the pod and the greater good of the morale and the education of the disciples out there, I was like, I need to get good stuff. So, look, this might be a case of we get what we pay for. Cheers. Wait, I'll give you a cheers, sir. Look at the fucking pour on this thing. Absolutely sensational. What do you think of that? That's a fucking, i tell you what this is, dude. What? i tell you what this is. This is going to Europe, and this is a bright summer's day in Europe. Mm. And there's you and your mate. You've just landed. You've checked. You've checked into the cheap little hostel. Yeah, in Albania. You've put your bags in a secure locker, and you've got your currency. That's weird because it's foreign currency. So you're making jokes about the currency, right? Yeah. You walk straight to the local pub. You walk in. They go, "What do you want?" There's a cute chick there. She's got. Blue eyes, blonde hair, couple of big milkers, and you go, give us a lager, Dal. And she goes, 
Do you want a stein or a fucking pint? And you go, well, I'm not here to fuck spiders. I'm on my European holiday. Make it a stein. And she whips out this. And that's a good old-fashioned German fucking... I don't know if it's German, but it's a good old-fashioned European lager. It's a fucking great-tasting beer, I'll tell you that. I fucking really enjoy it. Dude, when I looked at the price tag, I was like, oh, fuck, this could be... I could be doing me and Taylor a dirty. And then I was like, what's a worse dirty for me to do? Mate, Buy what, there's only about two English fucking words on this bottle. There's, there's no English at all. <laughs> there's, dude, the I tried- only English fucking words are lager premium. <laughs> That's all we need to know, dude. That's it, dude. And honestly, the best things are things that are in languages that you don't understand. Hell yeah, dude. Like, my favourite videos on the internet are ones where it's, like, completely a whole foreign country, and it would absolutely be taken down if the authorities found it. Yeah, if the authorities knew how to navigate their way on the dark web, they'd go, wait a minute, this is a bit uncultured, we shouldn't have this on here. Well, recently, dude, it turns out you don't even need the dark web at all. You just have to have Instagram. And the most fuck, dude, fucking crazy videos dude. are getting on Instagram at the moment, dude. And I'm fucking here for it, dude. All right, bro. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm here I'm, for I'm it. I'm with you on this because, like, you know, the other day I was going down just a real wormhole. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you're scrolling on wheels, real, sorry, you hot, you got hot chicks, you've got sports plays, you've got puppies. And then one comes up and it goes, graphic content yeah and i go do and it goes would you like to see why i never say show me why i always roll the dice and yeah, I, go, I just go watch video what is it dude let's see what it is i saw a cop uh he was going to stop this dude this dude like then pulls out a gun points it at the cop cop pushes it down then goes duk, duk, plugs him then this other guy like runs out and the cop just like turns and points the gun the guy's like hands go like instantly in the air and i was like Fuck, that could have been a double fatality. What are you doing running towards a man with a fucking gun, you lunatic? Yeah, what the fuck, dude? I saw a fucking... Dude, I'll tell you what, dude. I'm getting a lot of Russia-Ukrainian war footage. Oh, I haven't... That hasn't crept into my dude, algorithm yet. some of the things that happen in war are fucking crazy, dude. You wouldn't read about it. You wouldn't read about it, mate, because I saw a video actually today. I saw a video today... Of a Russian soldier who had been captioned by fucking Ukrainian fucking heroes, dude, defending their country, caught this guy who apparently was like the, uh, I don't know, maybe like the, a leader or a gen, not a general because that's too high up, but just basically like he was in charge of a fucking unit. And that unit had like fucking been torturing people and shit. And they fucking got this guy and they. Um, they fucking put a bunch of cinder blocks against each other, like next to a wall and then put his head next to it and then had a video and made him like video, like a last message to like his family and all that type of shit like that. And then with a sledgehammer, just fucking boom and just, oh and, and he, God. and he like smashed his head and then he fell back. And then it was just these guys fucking sl- slamming this guy's head on the ground with fucking sledgehammers. That is fucking intense, dude. Yeah, dude. And then and then you know what I did? I went back to doing Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, dude. Well, the spreadsheets got to get done. Yeah, they got to get done, bro. And here's the thing, man, is that like we we grew up in the the era of unfiltered, uncensored, unmonitored internet. Yeah, we that when we first got interwebs, it was all dark internet. The whole thing Google was the dark web. Yeah, dude. You could just type in whatever and like, you know, as and I don't think our parents, they certainly didn't understand. They what surely the couldn't was. have known, dude. Nah. No, and no, then no. once we just start, you know, 
as we spoke about at nauseum, is the t- the one man, one jar, the two girls, one cup. We're discovering this at a very early age. Yeah. Was that Mr. Happy? Oh, Mr. Hands? Mr. Ha- sorry, Mr. Hands. Yeah, yeah Mr. Hands. fucked by a horse. Like, what is doing, bro? Yeah, so many fucking things. So I'm getting, like, heaps. I'm getting, I tell you what, dude, I'm getting a lot of, like, dudes walking into barbershops when someone's getting a haircut and just shooting them. Oh, dude, I'm getting the fades. I love watching. F- I've got a weird... I've got a weird thing like where I will sit and watch a dude get a haircut and I'm like, fucking well done, boys. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that guy, that's a fucking fade there, son. Wow. I saw, a, I saw a video the other day of a guy giving a fade, then he just pulls out like this rubber dick and just starts rubbing like the dick on like the side of the dude's <laughs> head and just keeping like the, keeping the vibrating um, hair clipper like right next to his ear and just seeing how long can I just rub this dildo on this dude's That's head. That's very funny, dude. Until that is they very, realize. very funny. Yeah, he did it to this one black guy and the black guy turns around and he goes, what the fuck, fam? He goes, it's not even a black dick. Is this man crazy? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, of all the things to get offended about, like some dudes like flip out and they're like, what are you fucking doing, cunt? And he's just like, bro, at least, at least use a black dildo on your boy and show a bit of fucking class and respect. Yeah, come on, mate. Come on. But yeah, dude, my fucking, my timeline is just fucked up at the moment, dude. And it, and it, you know what? It's a refreshing change of pace, man. It's a refreshing change of pace, man, because it wasn't too long ago, man, that my entire algorithm was just tits. Yeah, it was I, just tits and ass and yeah. a little bit of feet stuff, which I'm not too, wasn't too mad about. But I need to get I needed to get away from all that fucking junk. Yeah, that I needed was to get a lot away from all that crap. And now instead of fucking seeing women disappoint their fucking dads and shit, and I'm partners. seeing people getting horrific machinery injuries in a fucking Russian factory. And sometimes you need the factory to kind of reset, you know. And to reappreciate some of the big booty pics. I saw a booty pic today. Yeah. When I was just, you know, innocently scrolling. Yeah. And it was an angle of like four baddies. And it was like an underneath photo of their, like, they're in their swimwear. And I stopped and I was like, okay. I'm like, there's four good booties there. I'm like, well done, ladies. Then I read the caption and the caption said, I'd stop scrolling too. And I went, die, oh, you got me, you bastard. Yeah, dude. And, that, and that's the type of shit that fucks up your algorithm, man. Because it, that it senses that you fucking looked at it for more than fucking t- half a fucking second, man. Yeah, and they it go, senses, got it. And go, then next thing him. you know, you've got a whole fucking real, full, like, real algorithm just full of fucking chicks, like, shaking their fucking tits in, like, loose sundresses and shit. And you're just like, well, fucking, you tricked me into this, dude. What the fuck? Have you seen the- Sorry that I paused. Sorry that I hovered for a couple of seconds when I saw a nice, juicy ass, dude. Fucking sue me. You don't have to just be pushing it in front of me all the time, dude. At least do it one out of every 20 videos. You know what I mean? Not every fucking third video is just a chick with perfect tits. Yeah. At least give me a sandwich or give me a dog in there every fucking now and then. I don't know if you've seen this one, Taylor Coftry, but I've seen this one recently come into a what not it's not a challenge, but I noticed it and then it started to creep in a lot and I'm just thinking, fucking, what's going on here, boys? But it's a girl in a sundress, typically of like a maybe like a silk or a lighter kind of material, and she's standing against like a the sun? window. Yeah, and she's doing like little gestures with her hands. Then she pulls her way a hand. And you just see through the dress a bit of fucking moot meat yeah. 
And I'm like, what's with the moot meat challenge? What's going on here, dude? Well, I'll tell you what's happening, dude, is that every single day we stray further from God's light. We are, and, and Every I, single fucking day we are straying further from the Lord's love and light, dude. And that is the type of shit that's trying to pull us away. That's the devil. That is the devil. That's the devil trying to pull you away from God. And, the, and it's your job to be like, no, slut. Get away. Hey, no, slut. And you have to say it out loud every time you see it. So even if you're at work, dude, just at my desk every now and then. My, my fucking boss knows. Yeah. My boss knows. They're all women. I work with all women, dude. But they fucking know that I'm trying not to stray away from God's light. So when I'm, when I'm just at my desk, I go, be gone, slut. And, and, you know, like. And they go, hey, Taylor, great work, man. Well done. We need to give you a promotion. You're staying true to God's word. You're saying no to the sluts. And then, you know. <laughs> Yeah. And, and have you upset Rachel at one point because she came in with important paperwork and you say, no, slut. And she goes, obviously, now's not a good time to talk to young Taylor yes, Coffrey that, about that's, this. That's going to happen, dude. It's going to happen. They're going to be like, Taylor, how's it going with them spreadsheets? And I go, no, slut. And she goes, all right. She goes, all right. He's, he's trying to fucking stick to the Lord. That's what he's trying to do. He's watching a Russian infidel getting beheaded. He cannot do this that's right, right now. I'm seeing a Ukrainian soldier storm in a, a Russian bunker and just fucking... <laughs> No, nothing blurred. Everything, you see everything. And that's the type of shit that you should be watching if you want to stay on the path to glory. Stay on the path to glory, babies. Yep. And um, <coughs> just just while we're on the algorithm, <coughs> something, that's, something, that's, that, something that caught my eye that really, yeah, really has irritated me quite a lot, Taylor, what is, is that? I, I, think, I think the internet has affectionately called her, in, in quotes here, Gorlack or whatever or Gorlock. Yeah. It's this and you guys would probably know it's a six foot two transgender female that weighs four hundred kilos. And she's sitting around with all these other OnlyFans girls saying, I'm a boss bitch, I'm a bad babe, I'm a I'm just a certified baddie and I can fuck any literally any guy that I want. Yeah. Mm, that you know what? That person is a monstrosity. That no 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 dude, that person is a monster. Mm-hmm. A like, monstrous monstrosity. Yeah. Like if I'm telling you right now, like if kids are like, oh, I'm scared of monsters and you're like, monsters don't exist. And then someone showed you that you'd be like, well, fuck, I've just eaten my words there. And she's eaten a lot more than words. That thing she is, she needs to, she needs to be put down. Yeah. That's another thing too, is that like, at what point is it not animal cruelty to keep letting her live? It's you know what I mean, like you know when you know like you know. Like <laughs> you know. We lost him for a sec, folks. Yeah. He'll be back. He'll be back. He's coming back. Yeah. He's coming around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, Just give him a minute. You know when at some point, you know when at some point, like the family just goes like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at some point when the family just goes like, man. I don't know if we should be. I feel like every second of this family dog's life is in pain. Yeah, and you know it's going to cost too much. It's going to be a burden on the system to keep this thing alive. We just have to put it down. It's it's crueler to keep it alive. It's cruel to. It's also very cruel to keep this fucking monstrosity. Going on like podcasts on the internet and shit, and then just putting it out to the world, dude. Yeah, the fact that it's infiltrated my algorithm really upsets me. Mm. And it's like, what, didn't I put in the groundwork to get these bootylicious babes, to get the cute puppies, to get the yummy sandwiches? 
Didn't I put in my hours Instagram? Then you go throwing me this filth. Absolute filth, dude. And what's what's very funny though is that like she is going on all of these like loser red pill podcasts. And so, like and she's so this is this is a fucking circus freak. <laughs> Clearly. Like this is a clear circus freak. Well, it's a circus elephant. Like if we were if this was two hundred years ago, dude, there would be a fucking guy with a handlebar mustache in a fucking ring with a spotlight on it going, Ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Feast your eyes on this monstrosity. Gorlock, Gorlock. <laughs> And then there's like this chick walking out going like, I'm a bad bitch. I'm a baddie. <laughs> I'm a bad bitch. I'm a baddie. I'm a bad I can bitch. fuck any guy in here, but I, I don't want to. Exactly, dude. 200 years ago, she would have been a traveling circus freak. Dude, I saw a video. And of now she's on podcasts with dudes who absolutely struggle getting pussy being like, hmm, yeah, that's right. Well, see, this is why women are Bad. Yeah, dude, those those style of podcasts they're just fucking dorks and they're fucking They are dorks, man. And it's- the thing is with this with this Gorlock character, I don't know if you've seen my favorite video of her is um when she's crying in the back of a cab after no dude wanted to talk to her at a nightclub. Yeah. And she's like, men are such fucking assholes. Like, I'm a fucking 10 and like no one would give me any attention. So now I have to go through the five guys drive through and fucking eat away my pain. And it's like, dude, the five guys, the five guys restaurant is is the only attention from five guys you'll ever get. No guys give you attention, but the five guys burger chain bitch, they'll give you all the attention that you want and don't order a diet coke. Let's not try fucking slow down the role that diabetes will play on your life. <laughs> Dude, it took five guys to get her in the fucking taxi. <laughs> 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 yeah, you, you know, you know how like you, you, you know, <laughs> you know when you go out on farms and there's big fucking hail bales that you gotta fucking push along, dude. Yeah, that took five guys rolling Just her like a giant hail bale, and then had to fucking run and like shoulder charge her like into the door. Yeah, dude. and it made that sound. Thunk. Sounded like cricket stumps getting hit, bruh. <laughs> Sounded like a fucking being a steam in here at 150 k's an hour, dude. Just fucking. Thunk. Thunk. Dude, fuck. Yeah, what an atrocity, man. And uh, look, that's that's five minutes that I will address on her. Um, so to the disciples out there, boys, you can stop sending me that in my DMs because I've seen enough of it. Dude. Oh, people keep bombarding you with it. Uh, a few of the lads are just like, what the fuck is this thing? And I was like, I know it's atrocious. I don't want to like... I don't want to address it, but it's gotten to the point where... Surely it's, it's like also albism too, because like that person's like a clearly like a retarded person. Do you mean ableism? Is that what you mean? Yeah. 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 So it's ableist, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude, because that, that, that person is They're like autistic. clearly special needs or something. No person who doesn't have screws loose in the form of being a fucking retard is like, I'm a 10, I'm a bad bitch, but while also being like a six foot two th- fucking 350 pound like ogre. Like that's Shrek, dude. That's a fucking. I tell you what it is, you know. You oh, you wouldn't have seen it because you're not a fan. That's what like would. Me. That's what would have happened if you know in Shrek when Princess Fiona does like the true love's kiss, but she turns into an ogre. Yeah. If she just didn't turn into an ogre, like if she just was a say a regular person, and then Shrek fucking cream pied her. That's what. That's what would come out. Yeah, dude. It's like a, a human ogre. There's a scene. <laughs> 
Then I saw her face. <laughs> now I'm a screamer. Dude, I it's like there's a scene in Lord of the Rings where they get trapped in this cave, right? Yeah. And uh, they're all just chilling. And uh, I think it's the great Boromir's. It's like they've got a fucking cave troll. And this gigantic, <laughs> like... 12-foot cave troll just comes out of nowhere. And you haven't seen Lord of the Rings. So you're not a fantasy guy. but if I've seen close, him. You, oh, you've seen him? I, I remember watching all of them really young. Like yeah. I, I would have watched all of them before the age of 10. So now you so know. I don't remember much. Now you know. But, like, you can close your eyes and you can picture to yourself what a cave troll looks like. And it's her. Yeah. And uh, you know what? She'll be, gone in, she'll be gone in a few weeks and God rest her soul. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I would say that she will not see out the next couple of years. No, it's there's a look. If we're going to get grim, there's Let's either go. there's either heart disease. Do you want to do you want to get grim, dude? Do you want to get my algorithm? I'll fucking I'll yeah. Let's get your algorithm on this because I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to pull a few cards here and we can we can say which card it's going to be. It's either going to be death by heart disease, by stroke, or by suicide. And I'm thinking that last card's probably going to be the uh, the one that does it. And look, we don't condone this behavior because we're good men of the Lord and we think if you ever are feeling down, and especially the disciples, if you are feeling down, please seek help. We love you. Reach yeah. out to us. We'll give you Absolutely, a dude. Seek help. We'll and by that I mean don't tell anyone about anything. Push it deep down yeah. and read the Bible and go to the gym. Dude, read the Bible. Read go the to Bible, the gym. go to the gym, and don't talk to anyone about it. And don't have Be a pre- man. Don't have premarital sex. Definitely not. Because that's a sin. That's a sin. But when you do find the love of your life, propose. Propose early. Propose early. And pump out seven kids. Have heaps of kids, man. Have kids when you can't afford it. Have too many kids that you can handle. It's all part of fucking God's plan. Have one shit sedan that has three seats, but have seven kids. Absolutely, dude. Make kids share seatbelts. That's what God intended. It's what God intended. And you know, we're talking fucking craft cheese sandwiches for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Devon with so- tomato sauce rolled up. Yeah, we're having, we're having two-minute noodles for dinner five nights a week. Little boys, dude. Frankfurt's. Oh, yeah. You know the little boys, dude? The little fucking little cocktail frankfurts. Little cocktail frankfurts, man. That's it. Don't let Bozo get his hands on those cocktail frankfurts. We know what happened there. Exactly. Mate, if you get get $10 of cocktail frankfurts, you can feed your family of seven for two meals. Yeah, dude. How funny are all those? It's like, feed your family of four for under $10. In which universe are you fucking talking about, cunt? Yeah, what do you want me to eat cardboard, cunt? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, eat the In this economy? Eat the packaging that it comes in. You can't fucking do that, mate. It's a fucking piss take, mate. It's an absolute piss take. You know it was a piss take this morning, dude? Dude, my fucking alarm didn't go off this morning. Oh, fuck. So, I, just one of those ones, man. Like, I just woke up to my fucking missus, like, shaking me, going like, are you not going to work today? And my eyes just fucking sprang open. I was like, what do you mean? And then I looked at my fucking phone, dude. Uh, it was 10 past 7. And you're supposed to start at 7? 7? 7.30. Oh, good. Supposed to start at 7.30, man. So I fucking leaped out of fucking bed. Agile. Agile. Didn't think I could do shit like that anymore, dude. Well, but you're I fucking, still an athlete, babe. I'm still an athlete at heart. And then I fucking jumped out, boom, boom, ran into the shower, did whatever I got to do. Came back out, just got dressed and shit. Got in the car and fucking left, dude. I reckon I was out of the house at like 20 past 7. Yeah. I was <coughs> awake, awake for 10 minutes before I was driving, dude. Definitely not safe. But your boy's got to fucking do what he's got to do, man, to fucking protect and provide for his family. It's not a practical activity to drink when you, I mean, to drive when you are tired, but sometimes you got to do these things. It's like last week, you came over to do the podcast. Yeah. Old fucking sleepy bish over here woke up at 10.30 mm. 
And then Mike was like, okay, now I need to start drinking beers for the podcast. And look, were there a few looks around the household that I am a bit of a piece of shit? But did I say, hey, it's all for the sake of content? But that's the thing, dude, man, is because you and I are artists, man. So we suffer for our art. Yeah, and we dude. don't have any problem with suffering for our art. And look, and people might think that that's a, that's a fucking, a bit of, a bit of hoo-ha that we're talking. But let me tell you this. If you want to be an architect, what do you do, Taylor Coftry? You work hard at school, mm. then you go to fucking university, then you learn how to draw pretty pictures, then yeah. you become an architect, then you get to work fucking, you know, 9 till 5.30, Monday to Friday, being a successful architect. Yeah. And what do we do when we want to be comedians? We get thrown out in the world, and they go, figure it the fuck out. And they go, all right, what's the game plan? They go... There is none. You got to figure it out, and it's like, wait, it's up so to there's, you. there's no academy that I can go to to become no. a comedian. No, there's Can't no go to uni. There's no apprenticeship that I can do. No, no. It's just like, so how do I do it? And they go, go tell jokes at an open mic for three people with a bunch of mentally ill cunts, and hope that those three people think that you're funnier than the dude with a fucking clear meth addiction. Yeah, dude. And you and you got to do that for ten years. Yeah. And then after that ten years, dude, you might. Be able to do a tour of 50, 50 to 100 seats. Yeah. And then another five years later, you might be able to start doing small theatres. Yeah. And then another five years later, dude, you then get to fucking sell out Madison Square Garden, dude. Have like five or six specials in a row on Netflix. And then you also then get to jerk off in front of people you work with. And that's the way... And that's the natural order of things. That's the natural order of things. And look... And then, and then someone's, people say shit about it and you go, fucking hell. So I guess you have to go live in France for a year or two. But then you come back and you're bigger and better. And that's the natural order of things, dude. It's the natural order of things. Yeah. And sometimes, you mean, you tell me, Mr. Architect, that you don't go to work and sometimes you just want to go, you know what? I might pull my dick out and start beating off <laughs> over here. But I'll tell you why you can't do it, dude. Because you didn't go through the 20-year struggle, bro. You didn't, dude. And you know what, dude? You can't... Do a comeback tour of designing, like, council headquarters. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? You can't do a fucking comeback tour of design, <laughs> of like, of designing new public schools that get built poorly. You can't come, you can't, you can't do a comeback tour and then design a fucking regional community centre and draft up some plans. There's no coming back from that, dude. No, there's not. Because I tell you why. You're replaceable, bruh. You're replaceable. And we're artists, dude, so fucking suck a fat dick. And you know who isn't replaceable, dude? Whom? Straight white male comedians that there's, talk about their dicks. There's not enough of there's us. There's not enough of us, man. Yeah, and like, if you're thinking if you're thinking that this is a bit more hoo-ha chat that we're doing, try going into any place in Australia and talk about you being a white straight male and try talk about your dick and see how that goes, dude. Yeah. There's a fine art to being able to tell a good dick joke. Absolutely, dude. Dude, we have to have we have to be forged in fire, dude. Yeah. That's what we have to be. It's like iron, right? Yeah. It's like a good iron sword. It's honestly exactly like it. For slaying, right? Mm. You know, you don't want some crummy iron sword that does that has blunt edges. No. You want a fucking crisp, sharp iron sword that's used to fucking slay and slay well. And I don't know how we got down this rabbit hole, and I feel like I'm just going to keep digging. Yeah, so. let's go, dude. And that's because <laughs> I can't see the line. Because an day, architect, man, you think you're a fucking how good of an architect you are? You wouldn't last a second in our fucking world, dude. 
in our world of turning up to a gig that you kind of only know a little bit about, but someone messaged you on fucking Instagram and offered you 200 bucks to come and do this gig. And then before you know it, dude, you're out in fucking some rural town at some RSL and the person who's up before you is fucking talking about the fucking meat raffle. You don't have an MC introduce you and then you just have to go up to 30 to 40 absolute fucking throbbers that are there only for Kino and the possibility of winning a sweet, sweet meat tray. And then you have to go up there as a fucking... 22 year old cunt and make them laugh when they don't want to hear about anything you want to do dude you think you're a good architect you could never do that you could never do that and we're not saying that we could draw pretty pictures and design buildings because as a matter of fact that's fucking gay dude (laughs) (laughs) as a matter of fact dude architecture is gay yeah, dude. You it's f- gay to want to it's leave gated. a lasting mark physically, bricks and mortar on the world. I think that's very fucking gay. And what's not gay, dude, is going up in on stage and in front of a bunch of strangers and making jokes about how maybe you are gay. Yeah, dude. And I t- like there's something there's something incredibly gay about drawing pictures of a building that you're not going to physically build. That's gay. Yeah, that is fucking gay, dude. With the gay, with the greatest respect to the gay community. That's gay. Yeah. And uh, and honestly, even the gay community would be like, that's very gay. That is pretty gay. That is that is uh, very, very questionable behavior. Very gay. But what I'm saying is that I fucking was late and you I got late. out the door and I was fucking driving, dude. And so, you know what I had to do for the first time in actually quite a while, dude? Take an emergency shit in a public toilet? No, that I've, okay. I've done that recently, actually. It hasn't been a while since I've done that. They're not fun. They're not fun, dude. But here's the thing. I can shit anywhere. I'm not one of those people that can only shit in certain places. Yeah. I, I can drop a deuce anywhere, anytime, dude. Name a time and place, I'll drop a shit there. I've had to, I've had to become a lot more comfortable from leaving the home. You throne. don't like it. No, it's like I would prefer home thrown. Like I'm a, Everyone I'm, prefers I'm, home thrown. Obviously, right? And, uh, you know, it's just, the sh- it's just the bad situation where, like... You know when it goes from zero to, I'm going to shit right now. Yeah, and like when you get that message where your your body's like, hey, mate, you've got 11 seconds. Yeah, and then like you could be on a freeway and you're like, okay, what the fuck's going on? And then oh. all of a sudden you see that there's a little fucking toilet and it's two kilometers ahead. And that feels like you have to drive 240 kilometers to get to this toilet. Then you get there. you There's only one toilet available. You walk in. There's shit on toilet paper stuck to the walls. There's a fucking, there's piss all over the seat and it's a For some reason hole. the toilet doesn't have the back lid on it anymore. Yeah, it's just a stainless steel bowl and it's like, is this where we're at it's in yeah. humanity? This mm-hmm. is where we're at? And then you have to go in there, you, like you're practicing, like what technique do I use here? Do I just work on my quads and just try squat and hover over this You're thing? shitting how the Romans shat. Yeah, like the Romans shat, man. Or it's either that or you go you go a little bit Chinese and you got to take your pants completely off, keep the shoes on, the squat. then get up on the bowl, stand on the bowl, and then squat down and drop it like it's hot. Either way, it's not a good time. Either way, it's not a fucking good time, man. Dude, but what did I- you have to do? Because we just derailed this completely to shit. You said you had to do something, then we took it on to shit talk. Well, I would like to stay on shit talk just for a little story that I got for you. Yeah, go ahead. I was driving. I was driving for a gig, actually. Okay. I was driving for a gig in Aubrey Wodonga. So I was driving from Cam- Canberra to Aubrey Wodonga. And uh, I needed to fucking shit so 
bad cunt. So bad. Like one of that. You know those ones where you start going. <sighs> oh, you're doing the transcendental meditation to stop yourself from shitting. You're trying to have an outer body experience. You're trying to get to a Zen state. Yeah, it's it, like it's here. When you go. <sighs> uh, yeah, I was, go- I was going. Uh, in the car, dude, by myself. <laughs> it's happened to me, and I've just started screaming, "Fuck!" You know, ones where you just involuntarily start doing like thirty k's over the speed limit. Yeah. <laughs> so here's me, dude. I'm doing 140, booking it down, dude. Trying to shit. I'm fucking. I'm driving, dude. My fucking vision starts fading in and out, dude. This is how badly I need to shit. Vision starts fading in and out, dude. I feel like I hear fucking the voice of my pop that passed away, dude. I'm that fucking could be driving, a stroke, but anyway, I'm fucking. I'm driving, dude. I see you fucking a bright light open up, and I see you fucking a guy in a robe and a fucking white beard come put his hand out, dude. Oh, the that's good how, Lord himself. That's how hard I needed to fucking shit, and then I see fucking um, uh, like a. <laughs> a fucking rest area, dude. Yeah. Like the sign for the rest area. And I go, sick. In my mind, I'd, I've seen the rest area sign. And in my mind, I go, they 100% have a toilet in oh, every I single rest area. Gonna, yeah. Oh, God. Right? So this is this is needing to poo brain. Yeah. <clears throat> i got poo brain. And then like, and then just sorry to interrupt. And then there's like, you're at like a level nine, right? Yeah. And then you see that there's a rest area and then there's like a signal to your bow that's oh. like, oh, bro, it's we're almost there. And then it's like, I'm going to start kicking down the door. Yeah, bro. It's like, you know, when you're fucking coming home and you see your apartment building and you go, nice, we can shit right now. Yeah. And then you got to do the clenched waddle and you're like, you're fumbling your keys. You're like, fucking, come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Come on, fuck you. <laughs> You've never been more uncoordinated in your life than when you need to get inside your door and you need to shit. Oh, dude. That's the most uncoordinated you'll fucking ever be. So I'm fucking, I'm booking it down, dude. I'm doing 140. All right. And I, I fucking just see the area and I pull straight in there, dude. And I, as soon as I'm in the rest area, dude, you fucking alluded to it before. I realize this is just a place to have a rest. Hey, dude, why do they exist? Why the fuck do they exist, dude? What what reason would you have for having a rest area that doesn't have a fucking toilet cunt? And like, what, what kind the of fuck? What bro? kind of rest area doesn't have a bed, bruh? Yeah, what, what the you, fuck? You, it's you not a. You relax on a park bench like some homeless cunt? Sort it oh, out, bruh. Or they've got like a bench, but there's like no cover. It's just a bench in open air. Yeah, so it's like, so what? How am I going to rest here if it's raining? Yeah, what the fuck, cunt? Anyway, so I get in there. I don't know what to do, man. I'm, I'm, this shit is like fucking, I'm touching fabric at this, this point. This is bush turd territory. I've been touching fabric for a while. Yeah. Right? So I, I honestly, it's all this, all this gravel. I just stop in the, I just stop in the middle of this rest area. I get out, dude. And I, I literally just unbuckle my seatbelt. I step my two feet out. I drop the Dax and literally right next to my car, dude. I just. One of those ones, dude. Like this thing looks like I look like I was pouring fucking chocolate custard out of my asshole. Oh, my God. Chocolate custard out of my fucking asshole, dude. Relief. Instant relief, dude. I, I mean, I was just like, I couldn't even... Dude, there's like post-nut clarity, but there's like post-shit clarity dude, too. Dude, and then you glance over, there's just one Asian family just having a rest. <laughs> a tour bus of Asian gear people are just fucking taking photos of me. <laughs> oh, my, 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 my. Just fucking taking... <laughs> cling, 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 cling. Oh, 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 oh. White panda. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was fucking happening, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> but I took this shit. 
right? And then I'm hit with the post shit clarity. What do I do? Mm. Because honestly, dude, I've just taken a fucking, like this is a big shit too. So I've taken a big sloppy shit just in the middle of a fucking rest area, dude. Oh, no. Right? So I go, I need to wipe my ass. The only time in my life that I haven't had napkins from fast food that I've got in the car. Yeah. Because I've cleaned the car out recently. Are you donating a shirt to the rest area? Here's where it gets interesting, dude. Only two days prior, I had been fired from my job. Oh, here we go. Two days earlier, I had been fired from the Queen Bee Ant pool. Yeah, nice. So, I've got a whole bunch of work shirts in the car that I'm not going to fucking do. What am I going to do? I'm not getting a job back there. I got fired, dude, for misconduct. Yeah. So, I'm not getting a job back there. I'm never going to use these fucking shirts again. And also, it would be... So, I grabbed the shirts, right? I wipe my ass with them. Right, I'm wiping my ass, and I'm these are these are getting fucking streaked up, dude. By the way, yeah, right, because of the and consistency the, and, of the and, shit that I took. And they're bright yellow shirts, so and you can see the bright streaks. yellow shirts, looking like a fucking Richmond Tigers jersey or a Hawthorne jersey. I look like the Richmond Tigers clash jersey. That's what I fucking look. What it looks like, dude. It literally fucking looked like that. And then, right, so I'm fucking wiping my ass. I just I. I fold the shirts out and then I just place them on the ground. So I've got three shit covered shirts next to a shit facing chest out, arms out, logo out, just in this fucking car park, dude. My goal was like, I hope to God that, cause it's got like Queen Bee and Aquatic Center, the Queen Bee and Palerang Council yeah. just on the fucking shirt, dude. I was like, well, I can't get in trouble for this. If the worst is going to happen Mate, the best, you know, fucking worst case scenario, dude, you know, people are just going, ew, what the fuck? And then that's it. The best case scenario is that someone calls the Queen Bee and Aquatic Center. Yeah, boy. And says, hey, I've one of your employees crime. has defecated a rest area in rural fucking New South Wales. <laughs> In the Riverina. There's a, ri- a rest stop in the Riverina that one of your employees has absolutely defecated dude that's and i couldn't get in trouble for it dude and then i just got in my car dude and i drove off and that was it fucking happy as larry happy as larry dude that's a fucking hell of a story man so and what did you need to do on the way to work this morning that that has derailed the, the that previous well story? i had i had to get i had to get talk. breakfast at mackie's you didn't I get, have to i had to get some mac no i did <laughs> <laughs> by law i had to because I was running late to work and I was hungry. And I I'm already late. It doesn't um, matter if I'm 15 minutes or half an hour. I'm already late. The that punishment is, is the exact same. That is exactly my thought process, dude. I went, you know what, dude? What's, I'm already going to be late. What's another 15 minutes? Yeah. What's another 15 minutes? You know what I did actually, dude? I drove into McDonald's and I saw that the line was fucking ages long, cunt. Like the line was out. Into the fucking car park. So I parked my car and, and went I in. went in. And I was the only one there, dude. I ordered and literally a minute later, my food came. Yeah. And when I walked out to my car, it didn't even... The fucking... They'd probably moved up one car. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yes, cunt. 
That's the Lord's work, brother. That's the Lord's work there, brother. But there's another thing too, <laughs> man. It's fucking... <laughs> Glory be to God, dude Dude, all glory to God, man God is good (laughs) And then I fucking But here's the thing that fucking pissed me off about McDonald's breakfast, man Is that You've got to catch them on a good rotation Otherwise you're getting A stale McMuffin Yeah Bro, nothing is worse than when you get a fucking Stale Stale McMuffin muffin. You don't want a stale muff, dude You can't get stale muff, dude Stale muff in all shapes and forms is terrible for you We want clean, crisp muff, dude Dude, I want fresh, fluffy muff muff. (laughs) You want want premium muff, I want premium, fresh muff Yeah, you got a little bit of that fucking dandruff on top of that muff It can't have been fucking sitting there all morning, dude It's got to be fucking I'm I'm not having yesterday morning's muff No, dude, you can't have yesterday morning's muff We want this morning's fresh muff Fresh dude. muff dude So I fucking I bit into this thing And I nearly fucking Chipped a tooth kind of. oh, Nearly no. chipped the fucking tooth dude, that's, man That's grounds to throw it back at Through a window and Bro I nearly like, went back in there Yeah I nearly went back in there And be like Hey I went Mate God sent his only son His only son His only to, fucking son To this country To this country To this McDonald's To atone for The sins of man and then you fucking dish up a stale muff? Dude. What <laughs> the fuck, dude? And it's just like, if the manager, like, if if the manager's here, because I'm assuming there's a shift manager here. Yes. I might take off my right sock, squeeze this stale muff in there, and start swinging that sock around and using it like a prison-style weapon. M- mate, if you want me to... you senseless. <laughs> if you want me to, to extract some biblical... Fucking vengeance on these f- half asleep fourteen year olds that work in here, dude. You're going the fucking right way about it, cunt. Now make me a fucking fresh muff. Get me the fresh muff. I need the freshest. Hey, round everybody up. Where's the freshest muff? Hey, Everyone, come in. I make them line up. I don't want to mince my words here. Your boy wants fresh muff. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care which one of you little twinks does it. <laughs> Do this course some like fifteen year old minimum wage worker a twink. <laughs> I'm just picturing a young Elliot Stewart working at McDonald's like he did before yeah, he, before yeah. he saved up every penny and bought a comedy club and never had to work another day in his life. Uh, God bless you, cunt. But I can just picture someone just being like, "Oi, you little twink." Get me the fresh muff and, and him just going there With his little brace face Going Ah you bit a ba ba Yeah no right No That's worries. fine That's exactly how he talks Hey you want a ba You want a fresh muff Hey I'll get you a fresh muff Hey Ah stale muff huh? never, never in my mind well, I'll get somebody A fucking stale muff Hey you're 70 70 70 I'll get a fresh muff Yeah you like fresh muff I like fresh muff huh? What a holy guacamole What a great crap Holy guacamole What a great muff <laughs> 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 it's so funny because like three people that listen to this podcast will know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Everyone else is like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, uh, just speak- imagine if Jiminy Cricket was a person. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
Just picture a fucking, <laughs> just picture a child mannequin doll <laughs> still waiting on his voice to break. Holy guacamole. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, dude, I had to eat a fucking stale muff, man. Uh, <laughs> dude. I had to stale muff, but I tell you what, my hash brown was good. Actually, my good. hash brown was good, and they made they made a good coffee, and so it just it sent me on my way, dude. And then when I fucking got to work, dude, I just went, "Hey, sorry, man, my fucking alarm didn't go off." Ah, uh, yeah. And they're like, "Hey, mate, no worries." Yeah, these things happen. It's like if you've worked there for a certain amount of time, there is a grace period. If you do it, like if you do it too often, they're like, "Fucking get off the Hong Kongs, brother!" Like fucking. Yeah. Set your alarm. I've, I've well, I get flex. Ah, uh, yeah. So you're fine. You're just like, yeah, dude, so I'm fuck. chill. I'll fucking, I'll work an yeah. extra half an hour. And I'll if I work it, properly dude. throughout the days, I get to finish at like one o'clock on Fridays. Yeah, that's so. That's, like, I just have a, I have leeway at the start and end of days throughout the week. And that's that's the God's that's God's work. Just being like, look, dude. And why doesn't every fucking company have flex leave? Dude? I don't know, dude. Don't fucking know. To our American listeners, that basically means if you say you were working nine to five, right? And then you decide to work nine till six. There is obviously that hour of flex that you've worked there. So Mm -hmm. you then get to use what's called flex leave. So you've basically banked in the work. So then, yeah, you can just, then on like a fucking Friday, Friday afternoon when you go, I've had it up to me fucking dick hole with these counts. And I've realised I've got four hours of flex leave built up for the week. Your boys go and hit the fucking schooners, and I'm going to be blackout by six o'clock. That's what yeah, that bro. Means. That's fucking what it is. And man. a schooner like, is a glass full of beer, four twenty-five mils. Mm. So that's in case you're wondering what that is, American listeners. Because we, dude, do we have over? Dude, we've got close to fifteen hundred downloads in the United States. Dude, that's fucking unreal. Dude. That's king behaviour, dude. Yeah, that's fucking sick as fuck. And you know what, dude? We don't even film it. No, we don't even film. But once, Dude, once imagine what this podcast is going to become when we start filming this thing. When you guys start seeing two young hot throbbers with fucking tits. <laughs> 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 filming this pod? Watch the fuck out, dude. I tell you what, I tell you what yeah, someone dude. sent me, bro. What? Someone sent me uh, a DM of a bamboo bra, mm. right? Now, this is a clothing company that I've purchased clothing through and, like, we're good mates. And somewhere along the line, they were just like, I'll tell you what would be funny. Let's send Bish a fucking a bamboo bra advertisement. So it's like a third, another company is like, this is our bamboo bra. It's the most comfortable bra that you could ever own. It's stretchy in all the right places. Doesn't have any coarse metal that will dig into you. It fucking, it retracts in here, holds here, and pushes your bosoms up. I highly recommend getting one of these because you will not regret it. Mm. And I was like, damn, dude, that is a roundabout way of you guys telling me that I'm a fat cunt and needs to go to the gym. Yeah. Right? That's a roundabout way of saying, B-Rad, you need to control your titties, bruh. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because... The the algo the algorith is the all knowing all seeing the rhythm the all rhythm. seeing the rhythm is all seeing all knowing dude it knows every fucking thing about us it it is fucking listening to us constantly bro it's constantly like did I say this on the podcast how I'm getting all those fucking yeah no you said that in stand up and oh, we've had yeah. it as well the squirt blanket I'm getting these fucking targeted ads of like just for real squirt sheets. 
Yeah, dude, I, I got them for a very long time. And then they were like, oh, wait, young Bishop is a good man of the Lord. He's not having premarital sex. We don't need to target him with this. And I was like, well, I'm the wrong demographic to get. Fuck, I can't. I couldn't get a pool wet, bruh. Yeah, like, let alone I, a fucking, let alone a moot, dude. I just keep seeing it, dude, and I'm just like, fucking, what, what, why are you sending this to me, dude? Why are you sending this to me? I'm in a fucking long-term committed relationship, Yeah, dude. you're flat out getting a hand job, dude. My fucking, me and my missus, we could, don't, leave it to us to handle the fucking pools of moot juice that I'm producing from yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Leave it, that's leave it to me, dude. You can get to come in my house and fucking tell me to fucking get he, in the order. And here's things, another dude. thing, Ritho. Here's another thing for you, right? Taylor's a Taylor's a money savvy man. Yeah. You're not gonna get you're not gonna get fucking young Taylor Coftry here spending $180 on some fucking moot sheets. The no, boy, dude. The come boy, on. The boy grew up in fucking Bungendore, lad. He's gonna go and get a tarp from Bunnings. Exactly. Or maybe one from his fucking grandparents, and he's gonna lay it down and he's gonna go. Love tonight we're fucking and anchor it. I'm gonna tie it off. Like, yeah, like with a figure eight. It's got the. I'm gonna holes. figure eight it to the fucking edge of the bed, and then you're gonna fucking do the fucking do the Lord's work and mm-hmm. produce seven kids for your five seat fucking sedan. Exactly. We've been through this. We've been fucking through this, dude. I don't need fucking the algo, the ritho, just in my fucking face with that shit. I'm not. I'm not about. It. I don't like it. The ritho needs to chill out, and we need to chill out because we are coming in hot, All dude. Right. It's fucking this hot. This whole room is about to combust in flames so what we're going to do is we're going to have a quick break and then we'll be right back all right mate we are back. We're back. And I am... Fu- Dude, I'm a little bit nervous. Why are you nervous? I've just grabbed the notorious sludge beast. Oh. That has sat in the fridge. You good disciples. If you listened last week, this has sat in the fridge for a very long time. But... Yeah, disciples out there, if you're listening, chill out, bro. We're not talking about your mum. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Although she is a beast. Um... All right, so basically this is from our mates over at Little Bang Brewing Co. This is the Sludge Beast. Guys, this is a 375ml can, so like a standard Coke can. This is an Imperial Stout, and it's 12%. There's 3.6 standard drinks in here. I'm about to have the greatest dinner with my family of all time, I think. So, um, oh, God. Cheers to you. So I'm Cheers, just mate. I'm just trying to remember what this was like. It was a it was a dark winter's day the last time I had this. So get that in here. Oh fuck, dude! This might be a sink. <laughs> it's dank, dude. It's, it smells smell dank. It I can here. smell it from here, cunt. The dank, mo. The dank. Oh, actually, not bad. Do you want to have a little sip? Yeah, I'll have a try. Nah, it's not for me. Not for you. Kind of got those coffee malts to it. Not bad. It at d- all. does taste like that. Yeah, I think I think they're just too powerful for me, dude. Oh, this is the a- darks are fucking too powerful, for me man. Yeah, I can't handle the dark, mate. Once you sl- once you go black, it's hard to go back. Yeah, I can imagine, man. That's why I don't do it, man, because I'm afraid. You gotta you gotta dip into that. But uh, I tell you what else has uh, people have been dipping into. We got we got an interesting little. Um, Disciple dial in here. Yeah, go. So I'm going to play it for you. No reference, but here we go. Brad, 
Taylor, number one disciple here. Um, just finished the pod, and on the uh, discussion of the purge slash punching the fuck out of a fucking colleague. I knew so, this cannot have one. Taylor, you may be able to weigh in on this, being a former support worker yourself. <laughs> it is not only the clients that are fucking retarded. So <laughs> I, as a manager, deal with a lot of fucking stupid cunts. And one of my workers did not know what a fucking script was. I said to him, mate, can you check if the script is in the client's medication box? And he goes, what does that look like? I said, cunt, a fucking piece of paper that's generally green and white with a medication on it from a doctor. Like, how fucking thick are you, you stupid cunt? Oh, boys, I reckon we need to start this purge, and we need to start it sooner rather than fucking later. Absolutely, the number one, the fullback. The dude. number one, dude. I tell you what, he's putting his case forward, and he's, I like he's it. He's put dude. his case forward. So I told him, man, he got into me during the week. Yeah, and I said, mate, the reason this club has brought me in is because you know what I bring, dude. I bring selection integrity. Yeah, a lot of it. I bring a lot of selection integrity. We, I know there's good. Uh, I know the fucking previous administration, the previous coaches picked a lot of reputation. But I tell you what, dude, that's why this fucking club was where it was until I got fucking bored in and went, "Hey, mate, don't care fucking who you are. I don't care what fucking junior rep side you were fucking in. I don't care what the fucking scout said. I will fucking pick you based on form." And I told him, I said, "Mate, it, I'm, I'm looking at blokes like you." To set an example for the rest of us. Yeah, we need we need blokes that are going to get in that are going to do the role, and we don't want any ego behind the jersey. We need strong leaders to play for the club, and I tell to you, play for the fucking jumper, mate. And you know what, dude? He's come in, he's come correct, dude, and he's contributing, and he's doing what he needs to fucking do. And he's been he's been one of the he's been one of the loyal disciples that have yeah. been listening for the entirety of this podcast. He's put in the work, he's done all the he's done all the preparation, mm-hmm. and now he's getting the chance. Not only. Not only does he get it, he gets the inaugural first 18 jersey with the number one on it, which, look, Taylor, I'm not going to blow our spot up too much, but, hey, that's probably going to be worth $385 million one day. Especially Mate, that's going to be worth a it. lot. Especially after worth we sign a fucking it. fucking lot, dude. That's going to be worth a signed fucking Kobe jersey after he died. Yeah, dude. That's, that's what it's going to fucking be worth, that, dude. Picture that, bro. Picture so, fucking that, dude. But, on yeah, but fucking hell, cunt. That's another thing too is like, yeah, working in fucking disability support, like support work. Fuck, dude. The retards aren't the only retards, Brad. Oh, dude. The retards are not the only fucking retards. Well, you know what they say. It's it's age old adage, mate, that it takes a retard to wrangle a retard because they've got retard strength. Yeah, they do have retard strength, so you need to You need to have one of their kind in there. It's like when... Yeah, but you can't fucking put too many retards with too much retard strength in one thing, otherwise they're going to fucking slam into each other like those fucking atoms in that fucking swirl thing in Switzerland, bro, and open up a black hole. That's it, it'll open up a black hole, or if you get too many retards... (laughs) If you get get two people with Down syndrome that run at each other and reach enough velocity, dude, you fucking tear a hole in the fabric of space. You'll get a fabric in space, or what will happen is they'll rock up to the Newcastle Comedy Club on a Tuesday night at the open mic. A whole gang of them. And you're going, what's going on here, bro? Who let the boys out on the loose? But just back to Cam quickly before we get into to your topic there, mate. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, just a little bit about Cam and uh, his selection on the team. So Cam has had input on the jersey. 
He uh, wow, okay. He's he's liked the jersey. He's he's put, given me a few pointers. Like I said, he's listened to every episode of the podcast. Mm. He's active on the socials. Will always give a little bit of commentary on what he liked about each episode. Yeah. And honestly, look, the re- the thing, the reality is, mate, is that like, look, your selection was never really in doubt. It was never in doubt. I he just was, needed to see you perform in front of the boys and fucking get them up and about. He was the incumbent before there was an incumbent. He's put the right. cum incumbent. Let's just say that, dude. He's putting the fucking cum in me, dude. And let's fucking yeah, go, let's go, baby. <laughs> And what you need on every teammate is is this what this team is going to be yeah. is there's going to be a lot of ripping and tearing in amongst the team. And what yes. you need when sometimes the boys are ripping and tearing, you need a sober eye. And you need a sober eye that goes, boys, get on the bus. I can take you from point A to point B. But more importantly, I'll keep those fucking worms out. You know what I mean? You know yeah. the worms I'm talking about, the ones that are trying to get photos of you doing shenanigans. Yeah. The ones that are trying to fucking... Real pest. taking a phone into the cubicle type of operators. Yeah, those those operators. And we don't want any of those nah. s- those worms lingering around. So so what Cam can bring, apart from just a big... He's a big fullback. Think, think Trelly Mitt. We're getting a big body at the fullback there. We don't want the fast pace. We don't want the silkiness. We want someone who's going to fucking hit you and hit you hard and re- make you regret making a line break. So Just ram it down your throat. So Cam is on board. And now we've got three spots in the first 18 field. So we've got Cam. Chase has said that he wants to be number three. So that's put Chase in the centers. Sweet. And we've got our boy Joey. Um, Joey Sepp. Uh, Joe Seppi. The big J dog, he Giuseppe. is. He is. Uh, he's he's coming in off the bench, and uh, like I said to him earlier in the week, I go, mate, don't be afraid of that bench role. Don't let your ego get involved. You're an impact player. You're a power player. You've got the ability to shift the momentum. So, so we've got uh, what's that? How many players left, bro? Fifteen left. Fifteen left, man. And if you want a jersey, we need to hear you talk about it because, as we said last week, there is the jerseys have been designed now. I'm going to work away with another designer just to make sure that all the all the I's are dotted and all the T's are crossed so the jerseys are going to be looking smick. It's going to be the retro vibe. That's what we're doing. Retro we're vibe. That's the, what we want, We're going dude. the cotton. We're going Back the retro. Back when footy was fucking footy, mate. Back when men None of this men. fucking tiddly-tat shit that we got going on now, mate. None of that. And uh, and a lot of people said that, you know, we have, we have one female disciple out there and she yeah. gave her input to the jersey and she said, mate, just something to consider about. She goes, I think the stripes across the belly look good. But she goes, they can be unflattering if, you know, some people are a little bit overweight. So something to think about. And I said, that's all right. We're a support group. And, you know, if we've got a few. So she was basically going like, I don't know if you and Taylor know, but you two are going to look fat as fuck in those jerseys. <laughs> it's, 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 what she, it's what she was saying. And uh, that, that's what in she a said. kind way, but then she, she also followed up by saying, "You know what? 2023 is year of the hot boy. You've got six months. You can you can weasel yourself down to a large and and look like you're a respectable man." Which if is, I know that I've got a fucking jumper presentation, and there's gonna be I'm gonna be in the fucking spotlight, and I'm gonna get in a group of fucking loyal disciples together, I'll slim down. Well, what we're doing is we're slimming down and we're doubling down on arms day, bro. Yeah, I'm doing a doing a lot of I'm doing a lot of chest and shoulders. Oh, it's it's just all chest, shoulders, arms, and maybe some baggy pants, so no one can see that we've skipped a leg day. 
Yeah. Well, our legs get a bit of a workout from lugging this fucking fat frames around. That that they do. I reckon if you... I'm constantly wearing a 30 kilo weight vest. Yeah. And if you trimmed us down, I reckon we'd have some bulging quads that are just ready to rip and tear. Yeah, bro. I've got teardrops. Yeah, fucking teardrop yeah. quads. Over the kneecap, dude. Teardrop quads. That's what they call. Teardrop quads. When I walk around, dude, when I fucking have got the pins out, dude, someone goes, oh, what's wrong, mate? And I go, what? And they go, you're crying. Yeah, dude. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, your legs, mate, they, there's teardrops. He goes, who you upset? you giant teardrops on Who your upset your knees? We <laughs> 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 go, don't worry about that, baby. Hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about that. Just know that we're out there throbbing. Mm. And throb is throb. throb I don't know if you know, I don't know if you guys know that, but throb is throb. And uh, look, it, so Cam, mate, back to your point quickly. Uh, we empathise for you. Yeah, uh, bro, imagine look, not knowing what a fucking script is when you work in disability. It's support. honestly a diabolical fuck, thought that that cunt doesn't know what a script is. Has he never been to the doctor? Is he dabbling? This might be an essential oils type operator. This might be a holistic medicine kind of a bit of ginger and tea type operator. We don't know. And I think that he needs to have a look at his staff that he's managing and then take it to his management and go, look, guys, I think we're dropping the ball here and we've employed the wrong people. Maybe we've got a bit of woo-woo that's crept in here. Bro, it's honestly like working in a fucking office and then them being like, hey, man, just go get on your computer. And you're like, oh, nice. What does that look like? Yeah, what's a computer? What's a computer? A keyboard? What? Well, am I a pianist? And it's like, no, you're not. This isn't the Grand Opera champion. This is the public service. That's like if I used to, when I used to work at the pool and they were like, hey man, can you fucking take the lane ropes out? We're having a bit of free time. And I go, yeah, nice. What are they? What's free time? Does that mean I get to go home? What like, the what fuck? What are we talking about here? Get out of here, dude. Yeah. So Cam, thanks for the call in, thanks, mate. mate. Um, and look, if you, like I said, guys, if you ever want to, if you ever want an Instagram shout out, your boys are happy to do it. We gave Chase a shout out. Mm -hmm. um, we posted his picture online there, mate. So thank you for getting the tattoo. We appreciate you, brother. Um, and yeah, Taylor, I think what we do, mate, is we need to get into a few things that caught the eye this week because we, we did get in a bit of a ramble there, but it was yes. a great ramble. Um, and something that caught my eye is, you know, <sighs> humans love drugs, right? That's not groundbreaking news. Everyone... Yeah. Worth their salt has at least tried something. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some people have what we call, Taylor, a dependency on it. And some people are, you know, what Taylor would describe as slightly high functioning, but functioning enough to hold down a full-time job while still being on it. Yes, yeah, some would describe that. Some, some, not, some people uh, out there would describe that as... Nothing wrong with that, actually, mate. Nothing wrong with that. Some, some people up there would describe it as, well, guess what, mate? It doesn't impede me from doing my job at all. So, so what if I smoke 40 until I can't open my eyes anymore almost every night? Almost every night. And the only nights that he doesn't do it are the nights before payday. And then guess what he does? Come payday. He's doing those flex cones, dude. He's making up the time. Yeah, that's what I do. Doing flex cones. I bank up all of my cones so that next time when payday rolls around, I'm out of here. Let's get cones. Yeah, out of here to get on the cones. So the only um, the thing that's caught my eye this week is seagulls that have been labelled as psycho gulls, which is, look, poor wording, but, you know, this is the article that they've written, after they stole drugs and got stoned. So... It says, uh, and I'll do it for you in a little news reader voice for you, yeah, Taylor, go. but like, let's just picture we're in Britain because that's where this um, originates from. And it says, 
Seagulls that reside in some seaside towns in the United Kingdom are allegedly feeling the effects of a drug called spice after swooping in and stealing it from people. The drugs are reportedly making seagulls go psycho as one person alleged that birds had stolen their drugs right out of their hands. Locals have reported that the seagulls once went mad after stealing a bag of spice and dive-bombing pedestrians before they finally before they finally collapsed onto the street. Dude, this is great. This is one of the this is one of the funniest things I've read all year because doesn't that sound like a junkie has just reported that to someone? That sounds like a made-up story. Yeah. That sounds like a made-up story that a guy it's like this wearing right? like tracksuit pants, runners, and then like a ripped singlet, like a ripped ripped tank top. Yeah, at a bus stop, would say. I tell you what, it sounds oh, like to me. Oh, fucking seagulls! They took my stuff, man. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like to me. So, say me and you are going to get on a little bit of spice, right? Say we're a couple of spice. Yeah, boys. imagine. Say me and you're a couple imagine of spice it. boys, right? And uh, I come over to your house, and you're like, "Oi, man." You get that spice, bro. You got the spice, man. Uh, oh, bro, you wouldn't fucking believe it, man. So I got like, bro. I was down there, yeah. I saw, I saw my boy Jimmy. I got all the spice, yeah. So I was on my way to your house, and like the disciples can't see it, but I'm rubbing my hands frantically, yeah. So like, I was on my way to your house, there, Taylor, and the fucking like a seagull, bro. A seagull comes, takes the spice right out of my hand, yeah. And then, like, fucked off. And then him and his him and his gully mates, bro, the seagulls, the gully boys, right? The gully boys on 13th Street were getting fucking spiced off their chops, yeah? So, like, bro, I don't have any spice, yeah? And, then, like, and then I go, Bradley. That's bollocks. Did you take all the spice? <laughs> no, you bro. took all the spice, dude. No, bro. Look at your eyes. No, bro. Look at your fucking head. I've Look got at you. allergies, man. I've got allergies, bro. Mate, you have take you you have taken so much. You're a fucking red curry right now. I'm not a red curry, you're man. You're a fucking red curry right now in front of me, dude. No, That's what I'll be saying bro. if you no, told me that bro. story. No, no I'm red like, curry, you are a man. fucking red curry right now. There's no red curries, bro. I'm telling you right now, I ah. had all intensive purposes of splitting the spice with you, yeah? And a fucking seagull took it. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of your mind. I'd be like, fuck off, cunt. Dude. Psycho goals. Yeah, psycho, psycho goals, dude. Honestly, dude, that's funny because like psycho goals is what I call white women in their early 20s on a night out. Yeah. That's what I call them, dude. They also Because they're just the- a group of psycho seagulls, dude. They also come in the form. <laughs> and, and, and what people don't know, Taylor. What? Is that psycho goals also come... In the form of women that are aged 32 to about 36. Oh, yeah. And they get these little psycho girl claws that come out that need mm. a manicure. And they go, I need a baby. I need a baby. I need, I need to, to find a dad a, for my baby. You need, to put a, you need to put a baby in me. We've been dating for six months and I need a baby. Talk to me about our wedding. And you're like, oh, she's a fucking like, psycho oh, girl. Oh, there's a reason she lasted this long without anyone Doing what she's asking me to do. Oh, there's a reason your eggs are drying up. Because there's a reason every single woman who doesn't have a kid before the age of like 30, 32 doesn't have one, dude. There's a reason. Because you're not. There's a fucking reason. And and if they're in long term committed relationships, that's a different story. But if you if you meet a single thirty two year old woman who's never been married 
and never had kids. Never been engaged. You can tell for, you can bet your fucking bottom dollar that she's been through her fair share of spice. Oh, she's had all the spice. Fair share of spice. She might have done a couple, couple things for spice. Maybe a couple of things while on the spice. She's what you call Taylor all-purpose spice. She's <laughs> And you know the spice I'm talking about know, When you're in the spice this. rack And there's one that's all purpose Yeah You go what You got a bit of everything in you do you mate For people who don't Had know what they're doing you? you just have this one Yeah just fucking If you're a basic white dog And you fucking need to flavour your chicken And you get a bit of all purpose spice Well you get what you pay for Don't you Kip You fucking do bro So um, that, that caught my eye bro That's very fucking funny man Dude, Dude what, what caught my eye throughout the fucking week is um, there was a there, dude. There was a you know me, dude. I love. I do know you. I love influencers. You do. I love Instagram influencers. Yeah, and there is a all for a, the wrong reasons. All for the wrong reasons. Never influenced by one, but follow plenty. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm, I'm not a, buying your slim tea, but fuck, I need. I'm it. a distant observer. Yeah. I'm a distant observer. You don't like, but you like. You know what I, I mean? don't like, but I like. Not liking, but liking. I don't like that I like. How about yeah. that? I don't like that I like. And I don't like that I like. I don't like that I even fucking see it. But anyway, there is a fucking uh, an Instagram influencer that has been scammed. Oh. She fell for a scam. A Nigerian And prince? she flew all the way to Italy. Very good. I all the way story. to Italy, dude, to go on a beautiful Italian holiday, only to discover that the... Um, I guess the Airbnb or the house or the accommodation that she booked doesn't exist. Ha! <laughs> what a stupid bitch, dude. What a stupid bitch. <coughs> and fuck, I hope that never happens to me. Yeah, dude. So she fucking flew all the way to fucking Florence and uh, went to go to the fucking, basically get airport, all that type of shit. Yeah. And then fucking punch the fucking address into the fucking thing, dude. Like to, to Uber, I guess, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. They asked her to take her. They took her there, dude. And nothing was there. Nothing was there, dude. <laughs> dude, and that's... Because she thought that she got a... The, hey, she thought that she got the deal of a lifetime. <laughs> she thought that she got a deal of a lifetime. And she was got to have this beautiful villa with ocean views... Yeah, you restaurants from fucking you could throw a tennis ball at a bunch of world class restaurants, and all she had to do, dude, was send nudes. Oh, that's what it was. I don't know, but I'm lying about it. Oh, dude. <laughs> I was like, fuck. There's a beautiful cherry on top of this story. Well, here's the thing, man. It's like she didn't fucking mention it, but by saying like she basically had to pay nothing and she was getting the deal of a lifetime. You know what those fucking chicks do? Uh, yeah. You know what but, those chicks do? Yeah, there's a deal of a lifetime in some inverted commas there. Disciples. That's what I'm implying, dude. And that's what the, she was picking it up. But that's what I was. She was putting it down. That's what I was picking up. And I've picked that up too. Well, and that's, I was, that's fucking, that's, that's what a red fucking hunt, stupid bitch, dude. And then just a quickly, another thing, dude, did you say up in fucking Queensland, right? You know how like the shows that go around like carnies? Yeah. Carnival shows, yeah, dude. And they fucking yeah, yeah. drive around, dude. And the whole thing's, hey, here's the thing. Here it is. Rides that travel on the back of trucks are, are no good. They're bad news. They're a bad news, mate. That's like a fucking bad news. You look at them, no good news stories. No good fucking news stories, dude. So up in uh, Kilcoy. Oh, fuck. 
I went to school with a bloke called Coy and I just had a vision of someone killing him and he's a beautiful Vietnamese man and I wish that would never have crossed my mind, but Kilcoy sounds like a racist town. Yeah, bro, it's fucking Kilcoy, some fucking bullshit town. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it, but um, there was one of those... Uh, one of those rides that's like it's kind of like uh, like the giant drop at Dreamworld. Ah, uh, yeah. But obviously on like uh, local show level. Yeah. So put together by meth heads. Put together by dudes who didn't finish year ten. Yeah. Put together by dudes who wear fucking ten year old Nike TNs and have rat's tails. Yeah. Put together by guys that have teeth that look like burnt corn. Put together by guys with. Heavy nicotine addictions that are smoking fucking what is it oxtail? Is that mm. what they're called? Put together by guys who went to run away and join the circus, and the circus said no, cunt. <laughs> Put together, <laughs> you could go and work at the fucking fair. <laughs> go, dude. The carny workers for the American listeners are <sighs> picture a redneck, right? Picture, close your eyes. Picture a quintessential redneck. Now, mm. picture a quintessential rednecks. Sister. Now picture them having a baby. Mm. Now picturing that baby. And that baby is AIDS skinny. And yeah, and now picture that with a bunch of deformities and now fucking sprinkle a little bit of meth in their system at about 13 years of age and dropping out of school. And now this guy's going to run the Dodgem cars. Yeah. That's a car. And I know that we've all watched The Simpsons, but don't let it fool you. There's no such thing as the Carney Code. There is no such There's thing. There's no as the such Carney thing as the Carney Code. The Carney Code is getting as much money off locals in as short amount of time as possible, mm-hmm. and then going to the next town. Yes. And do you know they actually make a fucking lot of money? Yeah, they make a fucking shit ton. Yeah. And I, I knew a dude who, dude, I knew a fucking dude when I was lifeguarding. It was this kid that used to come in at Captain's Flat. Okay. And he got suspended from school because he was accused. A girl accused him of rape. Jesus Christ. Um, but it was obviously, it, it all got found out that it wasn't true. Okay. And then, but the whole thing traumatized him. So he left school and then he fucking got recruited by the carnival, dude. Yeah. And started working as a carny. My and goodness. he was telling that like the fucking money that they are clearing with those shows is fucking unfathomable. And the people who work there don't see a fucking slither of what it actually pulls in yeah dude there's there's like there was a guy down the road that used to have a whole carny set up and uh look if you've got a house in stocko that you own and you're storing all the carny shit in there most houses here are going for a couple of mil or 1.2 mil yeah and there you go imagine that as a business plan imagine going to your parents and being like mom dad i'm fed up with working i'm gonna join the carnival I'm going to travel this great nation and take my rides across the world, uh, across the country. So what happened to, what happened up in Kilcoy? Um, so it was one of those fucking rides that like, it's got like a, the pole and then it's got four edges around surrounding the pole that have seats in them. Yeah. This thing, bro, this thing goes up like fucking like 30 meters. Yeah. Right. This little fucking girl gets in, Right. Everything gets all clipped in, clipped in, clipped in. It starts ascending. It gets like six, seven meters high, dude. And her fucking thing just pops open. Her seatbelt like just pops like open? The, the, the oh, thing the that thing comes that comes down. over the shoulders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing that they push down and it clicks in. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Just, they, it just didn't, and it just fucking popped up. So she's fucking, and it's still going up. So this fucking little girl, dude, this little fucking girl just leaped off. What? She just leaped off. 
That's the craziest thing. Is that? Yeah. What's the, <laughs> she was like eight. What's the lesser of two evils there? Twelve-year-old, like, sorry. Do, do you fucking let it go up and hold on for dear life and pray for the best? Or yeah, do I don't know what I do, man. I don't know what I do. Holy fuck. Yeah. So she just leaped off, dude. She leapt like seven, eight meters. Oh, my God. Broke her foot, broke her ankle and shit, but she fucking survived. She man. survived. And that just got me thinking, man. They build like, them tough in Kilcoy. They must. They yeah, that's some corn-fed people up there. That's fucking crazy, That's corn-fed, Bundy rub, drinking fucking country fucking... <laughs> 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 Brad just farted, dude. Brad just fucking farted. Well, I had to emphasize the type of country folk we're talking about. We're talking... <laughs> corn-fed, bull-riding... <laughs> <laughs> fucking people, dude. We're talking country tough bunny. Dude, I can't even imagine doing that. It would still be going up. By the time I've wrapped my head around, like, all right, I'm going to jump, it would already be up to, like, fucking 20 meters. Yeah. And then what do you do, dude? Because yeah. it goes up, and it's one of those ones where, it, like, it quickly drops. Yeah, so you're fucked either so way. So you're fucked either way. I remember, um, so I've got a cousin that lives in one of the great Sydney cities, Penrith. and oh, uh, Penrith. Penrith, yeah, which is Western Sydney. And um, there was there was the Penrith show, which was much like the Canberra show. And I went there with my um, my cousin and her friends. And there's a ride that basically is like picture um, guys picture like two um, hands, right? And then um, so say like there's one hand that's laying kind of horizontal, the other vertical, and now double that. So there's two of those. So. In the hands that are horizontal, there's like, that's the passenger. It's like a little boat thing, right? And this ride just kind of swings like a pendulum and kind of gradually will get higher and higher and higher until they're both like as like vertical as what you can get. So mm. you're probably about 20 meters in the air. And, and then don't they loop around? No. So these ones, like they'll just, they'll swing back and forth and then they'll eventually just get the momentum Enough to when you're just basically sitting completely upside down in your chair. Right. And then it'll swing back down and then the momentum will take it back to the other side and then it'll swing back down and go up to the other side. So I'm sitting in one of those and I have a very similar situation to what happens, but the guy clips mine in and he doesn't clip it to the appropriate tightness of what it should be. So I'm falling like into this thing just kind of repeatedly, right? And I'm strapped in. And as he straps me in, I go to my cousin's friend. I'm like, I smell vomit, like fresh vom, like someone's hurled on this ride and they've just thrown a bit of tap water over it and just tried to get rid of the smell. And the thing is, bro, I keep like falling because I'm not in tight enough. So I keep falling into like this chest restraint and every time I'm doing it, I'm just getting a waft of vomit. Ugh. And it just keeps going and going. And the guy, the guy down there is like, scream if you want this ride to stop. And I was squealing like a fucking pig, dude, because I'm oh. like, just stop this fucking ride. Because like, like, I wasn't scared of the heights or the ride itself, but it's just like... You're I'm, in a terrible situation. I'm falling constantly, so I'm getting, like, the stomach churn of, like, constantly yeah. falling into this ride. I'm like, I'm about to project... Like, there's going to be two tones of vomit on yeah. this ride because I didn't get clipped in properly. So 
needless to say, it was the last time I'd ever been to a carnival and, and participated in any of that kind of shit. Dude, the scariest thing that I happened with in terms of clipping and unclipping on a ride, dude, is um, in year 10, our year 10 trip was to the Gold Coast. Talk to me. So we went to all of the theme parks and uh, one day we were at Movie World, right? And you've been to Movie World, obviously? Yes, very yeah. young when I went there. How old? I'd want to say eight. Oh, I can't. Were you there when the Superman Escape was there? No, I. but I did go back to Dream World when I was about 13. And, um, yeah, I did get told of the Superman ride, but I didn't go on it. The world's fastest ride, I believe. It was at the time, um, or in the Southern Hemisphere, I guess. Um, so the world's fastest ride. Yeah, exactly. Because um, <laughs> we go kilometres. Um <laughs> None of that miles per hour shit. <laughs> you know, that gay you shit. fucking American dogs. And I was on the Superman Escape, and people who are listening to this know the Superman Escape, dude. You fucking get in the get in the roller coaster, and then it just takes you through, like, um, I like when rides have, like, a cool little intro. Oh, like a chill bit before it yeah, gets Yeah, like hectic. a chill bit before yeah. it gets hectic. It sets up the story of the ride, even though rides don't need a story, but it's cool that it does. And it's, um, you basically go through this, like, underground thing and, like, Pipes are burst and concrete's all broken and it's like basically like something's happened, Superman, it's like a natural disaster. Alright, right? Superman's coming to save the day. And then you like get to this little like flat area and the Superman escape is one of those ones where it like, it you don't like go all the way up and then go down. It's got like that fucking belt underneath it, that, uh, like, the, the magnets or whatever, so yeah. it just out of nowhere it just goes, shoof, and it just fucking shoots you out. Yeah. This is the first time that I'd ever actually been on that ride because the the last time that I went to Movie World before this time, I was fucking young as hell too. Too small to ride. Too small. It wasn't up. Oh, okay. It wasn't even up the last time that I went there. Um, So I get in there the first time. So I'm like nervous, dude. And like I'm a roller coaster guy. Like I like roller coasters. But to this point, I'd never been on a roller coaster that did the – Slingshot thing Yeah so, Right So I'm like nervous and nervous I'm seeing it And also the Superman scale Is pretty fucking big dude Right So I'm like I've got my hand On like It's like a seatbelt Like the, oh, the armrest no, comes down no, no, And it clips no. in And it's it's like a seatbelt And I've got my fingers on it And I'm kind of I'm just like nervously It's twitching And cause You know me dude I've got I've got fucking ADHD Yeah you're a fidgety guy So I'm, I'm fidget dude I'm fucking fidgeting And I'm clicking it And I'm fucking clicking And it's not popping out and stuff Cause I'm just like Doing a little Little presses and it gets to the fucking conveyor belt and you hear the fucking magnets or fuck whatever the fuck it is underneath going like, like starting to like ramp up. Yeah. And then you hear, there's like a voice and it says something that's like, like it's like the voice of Superman being like, I've got a giant cock. <laughs> <laughs> Super yeah, hog. That's exactly what it is. It's like, <laughs> you, just, you just hear zip, open your mouth. <laughs> And then it shoots you out. Wide. No, but like the Superman voice says something. And as he's like, when he first starts saying something, dude, it kind of makes me jump a little bit. Oh, you get jumping. And I jump and I click the seatbelt open. Oh, no. And so this thing pops up and you hear it going like three, two, one. So I'm like, I'm frantically fucking trying to get it in. Nervous car key shit. Yeah. So I'm fucking, uh, and I fucking put it in, it pops out, put it in, pops out like two or three times. And then right at the last minute I go, I'm like, and I click it in, I go, Click and as I'm still looking at it and I go, Zoof! and it fucking shoots me out, dude. I fucking nearly shit my <laughs> pants. Cunt. I nearly fucking shit my pants. 
Everyone was like screaming because of the ride. I was screaming in pure joy that I wasn't fucking, this thing wasn't flipping up. Oh, and I dude, wasn't getting shot out at like 200 Ks an hour on this fucking thing, dude. Dude, the disciples would have never known who you were, bro. Bro, I, I wouldn't know you, cuz. Dude, I could have been for real a fucking retard that dies at a theme park. Yeah, dude. You don't want them. You don't want, bro, what, a, what an embarrassing way to die. Yeah. Because you're a fucking idiot and you unclipped your own. Safety harness on a fucking roller coaster. Yeah, you're exactly right, man. Like I, I remember when. How many years ago was it when that family died at Dreamworld? Do you remember that the Canberra family? That 2016. Di- 2016, so, because my missus and I, fucking, it was my birthday. When that happened? Well, not when that. Pretty much like a week before that happened, my birthday is like fucking Scorpio, bro. Fucking late late November. Right, so my fucking mum and my girlfriend bought me and basically my girlfriend like a week up on the Goldie and got like a fucking pass to all of the fucking theme parks, dude. And we couldn't fucking go to Dreamworld, dude, because it was shut. Yeah, I well, how's this? How's this for a bit of Canberra, Redrick, for you? Yep. My mum, who you've just met, yes, great lady, lovely lady. Um, she worked with the family that was involved in that. Oh, how nuts is that? Wow. Dude? And, like, just such a tragic thing that, like, you think, you know, like, h- how many families have been to Dreamworld and done all these things? And it's just like, fuck, It's also man. fucked up, too, that, like, that is the ride that people go on when they're scared of rides. Yeah, like, it was the White Water Ride. The White Water Rapids ride. Yeah. yeah. I remember um, I went to Dreamworld with a, with a mate when I was young. So I was probably 13 and... Um, he he was like my next door neighbor growing up, fucking legend. Grew up with their family, basically like we would spend time between one another's houses, and then they'd move to the Gold Coast. And bro, <laughs> I've never told anyone this, but I'm um, I'm in the comfort of you, so I can tell yeah, you. Yeah, you can tell me anything. You know that. And the loyal disciples can can listen. Unless to it's story. that you're fucking gay, mate, and then that's it. Oh, fuck. It's <laughs> the, <end of> the, <laughs> the last episode, boys. Um, but uh, I was t- like a l- maybe twelve. My best friend moved to the Gold Coast, dude. Sick. My best friend. Your I best only boy. had one best friend at this time. Yeah. And, bro, I cried when he moved. I was so devo that he, enough, that he had moved. I was like, I was like, my whole life is over. I, I had, like, like, four instances of me crying over leaving my best friend because I'm a fucking military kid. Yeah. So we get posted, like, every two years and for, like, all the way growing up, like, every couple of years. It's a traumatic I just, thing I just for had a to, like, to leave my through. best friend and cry. Yeah. And then a month later, I was just like, oh, fuck, I guess I have to start again. Yeah, dude, fucking heartbreak. Um, they took us to Dreamworld and, you know me, I'm scared to jump out of bed in the morning and uh, my next-door neighbour slash best friend slash, well, you it's don't like man. getting your heart rate up. Nah, not artificial. Even. You know what I mean? Unless it's like substance induced. Yeah, even then that wigs me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my heart rate. You like a nice steady resting heart rate. My heart rate doesn't need to be 170 beats a minute. It doesn't. When I'm hanging out with the boys. And uh, yeah, we went on the giant drop at Dreamworld because he's like, we got to do it. We got to mm. do it. And I was just sitting in the chair going, oh, fuck, what are we doing? And it like, it, we got all the way up to the top and I was just wigging out the entire time. He's just piercing himself laughing because he thinks it's hilarious. And I'm like, this is fucked. This is fucked. And I went, you know what? Hell of a view up here, isn't it? He yeah. Goes, oh, great view. There he goes. 
boom, and just fucking just dropped. But then within three seconds, you 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 back down. Mm. And like I waited for a long time for my ball to drop and hit puberty. Yeah. And I think that going on that ride, I think it sucked my ball so deep into my stomach that it probably made puberty d- get delayed for maybe another six years. Yeah, that might have something to do with it. Very late bloomer. Very late here. bloomer, and it's <laughs> giant drop induced. Giant drop induced. Dude, I'll have to show you. I'll have to show you a photo of me in year ten. And it's the funniest thing ever. It looks like a, there's a year eight kid just sitting with a bunch of blokes. And it's like, who's this guy? Who's, what is he, a super genius? Why is he fucking... <laughs> what is this guy in year six? Like, you know, you see like those Asian Holy guacamole, kids. what a great ride. <laughs> <laughs> Holy guacamole, what a smart guy. Um, yeah, so that that was me, mate. But... Um, yeah, fucking those rides, dude. They they will get you. And um, you know, shout out to the little girl. I'm glad that she's all right and she only got away with a broken foot or a broken leg. But a hell of a story. Hell of a story, man. Hell of a story. Imagine overcoming that at eight years old. She would have been the most popular kid at school oh, as well. On to bigger and better things. And I'll tell you what, that Imperial Stout. It, I prolonged drinking this for a long time because I thought it was bad. Actually, pretty fucking red hot. It's a bit nosy when you smell it. It's like, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna taste bad. But it's, it's put, it's put a few hairs on my chest. Or Taylor Coftry, it's put a bit of lead in my pencil, and I think we've got someone to write to. And that person would be what we call the Sunday roast. The Sunday roast. And I'll tell you what's um. Dude, that little fucking guitar thing gets me up. A little so to um to the loyal disciples that listen. So what Taylor and I do is um throughout the week we find some little f- funny and fucked up stories that we send each other strictly in a WhatsApp group chat because we're friends on Instagram, we're friends on Facebook. And but we can't keep them in those chats because there's too, too much, much shit. Too in much there. wild shit that goes there's too on. Too much. It's you know people getting people like fights. Yeah, our, our DMs have been flooded with people getting <laughs> fucked up in street fights. <laughs> yeah, let's dude. go a little bit inside baseball here for a sec for these guys. Our fucking DMs, yeah. dude. And just people are just fucking people fighting. fighting. <laughs> what about that massive chick that I sent you in the yeah. fast food restaurant? Yeah, She's yeah. beating the fuck out of this chick. Some titties fucking flopping out. Oh, dude, it's great. Dude, fist fights are the fucking... They're my kryptonite when it comes to content. Like, I, I will just sit there and I will watch hours. Oh, dude. Hours. And you know me because I'm just punching cones. Sitting there, punching cones and just watching... People fist fight for fucking hours, dude, and bro. I and I don't and I don't get bored at all, bro. The funniest thing is, and uh, I've never told you this, yeah. I like I'm the same because I'm a massive UFC fan. I love I love a little bit of violence when I'm not involved, yeah. And I will be scrolling through, and the algorithms like you've seen the cute puppies. You've seen the big titties. You've seen the greatest booty on earth. Mm. You've seen the you've various seen... ways that people cook meat. Yeah, you've seen. Oh, dude. I get a lot of meat videos. Oh fuck! How I get a fucking day? shit ton of meat. Bit videos. an Argentinian barbecue. By the way, sh- I I need a just one Sunday morning. Yeah, I'm taking you to the Newcastle markets to get this okay. lamb lamb roll, dude. Oft cunt. Yeah. I went there at 11 o'clock the other day and that sold out and I was... Wow, you got to get there early. I was early. devastated. So it might be like a little 10 o'clock activity that we All do. Right. 
Um, but yeah, back to these fight videos. So I scroll through heaps, right? And um, I, I set myself a little target. I'm like, that has completely derailed the chat. Who is this? Oh, it's a Ringwood Victoria. Let's go. Go. Thank you for calling in live to the Sunday Service Podcast. <laughs> We're leaving it in. <laughs> We're leaving it in. <laughs> dude, the, the side they of- did not want a fucking piece of that. Dude. No, dude. They didn't like it at all, dude. That's a fucking really... That's a new method now. Because yeah. I get a fucking shit ton of... Unknown numbers calling. Oh me. yeah, and I know for sure that all of them are debt collectors. Yeah, dude, that's I'm gonna, what that is. I'm gonna start call- answering with, "Hey, thank you for calling in," to, and just start saying something. Yeah, to say that you're live on a podcast, and they'll freak out. Yeah, it's like, "Hey, you're live on a podcast." <laughs> just yeah. I'm just in my fucking living room. Jesus Christ! So I, I, um, the the fights are a little bit of my tonight, and they have taken over my algorithm. Yeah, and um, there is occasionally ones that I'm like, "Oh, this is a." F- fucking belter and i send them to you and my brother shout out to my brother and uh there has been taylor no joke i reckon in the past two weeks bro what 50 that i've gone to send to you and then it goes friends who have liked this post (laughs) taylor costume I go, fuck, I can't send him that again. And <laughs> Just send him to me again, dude. Just I was like, I can't me. waste his time. <clears throat> I'll watch him again. I liked him for a reason. No, oh, <laughs> mate, fucking great content. Dude, How my favorite ones are just one-on-one boys going fucking mono and mono in a fucking high school boys' toilet. I tell you what, my Those fa- are fucking good fights, dude. When you got like 20 dudes packed into a toilet, there's nowhere to go, and just two dudes fucking... And they just fuck each other up I like those ones I also My personal favourites Are when there's one dude That's trying to alpha And be a fucking sick cunt And he's trying to be really tough And he's trying to bully this bloke And then the bloke that's like Mate just walk away Don't want any fucking troubles And he butzes that cunt Yeah So hard I'm like oh fuck Reluctant heroes I wish I was that guy You know what I mean Like I don't get envious very often But I was like oh man I just wish one time in my life I had all the fighting ability And someone barked up the wrong tree And I butts the cunt hard I've um, I've seen one that I shared with you One of my personal favourites Says like It's like a barbecue in a front yard Somewhere in America Mm. And uh, this guy like is fucking being massive aggro and the the bloke's like, mate, fuck, you don't want it, you don't want it. And he just does a sneaky southpaw left hook, butzes him, knocks mm. him out. Then his mate comes running in, tries to tackle him, sprawls and then pops up, left hook, knocks his mate out. And yeah. I was like, that guy. He's and is that the one when the chick is like screaming hysterically at the other one because he's just like full fucked up on the ground? Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then the the guy that comes country in, boys, the guys that comes in second and tries to tackle him, yeah, inadvertently like lands on like a footpath and then like gets up, eats the left hook, gets knocked out, and like just falls onto the fucking footpath. Yeah, and like, oh, that's. The best, dude. That's the material that I like to watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that gets me. That's a shot of espresso in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. To just see like a fucking group of like 20 people throwing chairs at each other in a fucking Denny's or something. Oh, dude. That type of shit is fucking crazy, dude. My partner's up doing meditating 
Like she's getting all zen, sorting herself out for the day. And I'm in bed drinking coffee, watching cunts get knocked the fuck out. And I'm like, I'm ready to knock today out, dude. Ready well, to go. there's a reason that our that we are the highest T podcast in Newcastle. Oh, uh, undoubtedly. And I, and mate, and here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to give a shout out to a few other Newcastle podcasts because, yeah, mate, I'm I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, and I just want you to to be. I, I can see that you're very comfortable in this recliner chair that I have provided for the pod. Yep. That I did out of my own heart, but I did it for the boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a podcast that's going around that we all, with everyone knows it's a very low T podcast, How to Not Comedy, right? We've, we've, we've beat at them at nauseam. Um, we're showing them the ropes on how to podcast, how to be successful, how to build an international audience, mm. how to just throb at life. So we don't even how to make allies with other podcasts. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, dude, and we'll get to our allies over in the states. We don't even need to rip on how to not comedy anymore because I tell you what, Taylor, and I haven't told you this. What? But now I'm going to tell you. Some of our loyal disciple fans have reached out to me, yeah. and they go. Mate, we thought it was a bit of playful banter. We mm. thought it was a bit of playful beef. We went and listened to the How to Not Comedy podcast. Oh no! And I was and I was like, we we tried to warn you, and we said not to do it. And they go, it is horrible. And I was like, that's that's what we're saying. Like it's a bad podcast. Yeah. And one of the boys said to me, and I'll keep him anonymous for his sake. Yeah. But he goes, can they sort out the feedback that's going on in their audio? So. I know that you're a wise man, Taylor. Yeah. And I know that you probably would never have even wasted a second listening to How Not Comedy podcast. Only the episodes but, I'm on. But there's a high level of feedback that's just basically this noise. <laughs> through the entirety of the podcast. Mm. Which is just poor production. Yeah, what right? the fuck? Poor production. But we do have a good friend, friend of the show, friend of uh, comedy, uh, Isaac Butterfield. Yep. Who has the Cancel Me Now podcast and uh, with the and one and only Steel City Superstar, oh, the Steel City Dude. Superstar, the Hot Boy. I tell you what, I the tell you, Steel what, City Superstar podcast more like it. I was thinking about this last night, and I and I was thinking to myself, Taylor. I was laying in bed, yeah, next to my beautiful partner, mm. and I was going, I tell you what, would be an absolute travesty if the one and only Josh Bluey Nelson wasn't on the Disciple team. We need to almost, I reckon, give him an honorary jersey. Are we s- sending the recruits out? I think we need to send a We're rec- scouting. I think we need to send. So we scout as well? I think we need to send. Oh, I think here we, we go. Well, every good club has scouts. Uh, every good club ha- every good club with that earns their salt has, has oh. a scout. Yep. And I think what we need to do is reach out to the, the great man himself, Josh Bluey Nelson, and mm. say, Bluey. Bluey. We want you on the team, mate. We're a team about culture. We're a team about boosting morale. We're a team about the boys. And we're a team about, more importantly, fucking good times. And we want you on the team. We want you Jersey Presentation Day. We want We want the honour of presenting you a Disciple Jersey. And you know what, Taylor? I'm going go, to go off the hook here right now and say, you pick a number, Bluey. You can't be number one, you can't be number three, and you can't be 14, but you tell me which position that you want on the disciple team, and I'm I'm willing to offer it to him right now. Yep, all right, fair enough. 
I like that. We've got to start, br- you know what we've got to do? Because we've got a lot of hard workers right now, but we need to start bringing in some like raw God-given talent. Bit of flat, like bit of flash. Yeah, we need a bit of flash. We dude. need a bit of flash. We need a bit of morale. We need a bit of, we need a bit of Joey John's 97 vibe. Yeah, we do. We need that. We need, we need just unrelenting, uncut fucking talent that's just going to join the roster. That's just going to take us to the next level. So I listened, there's another, there's another podcast called To The Point Podcast, mm. um, run by a, a, a great guy called Dallas over there, and um, Dallas is a fantastic dude, and um, he is doing, he's doing a lot of work Fuck, in, dude, in, our in, listeners have some fucking American names. Yeah, well, he's an Chase Aussie. Dallas. He's, he's a, he's a, he's an Aussie boy, so, um, Whoa. yeah, so Dallas is a, Dallas is the, um. He's a Newcastle uh, listener, Newcastle podcaster, and Dallas has Dallas has recently been on the Cancel Me Now podcast, right, Taylor? And he said that he's number three, and he reckons that Cancel Me Now's number one, which obviously we can leaves, concede. Obviously, leaves the number two spot. Yeah, to the boys right here. Yes. So look, and don't forget, fucking Gabe with fucking good problems, bro, is fucking pushing up top five. And we, there. we love Gabe, and Gabe's actually going to help me with the jerseys. So really, so Gabe, let's get him on, dude. Oh, Gabe, I would I've, love to get Gabe. I've on. reached out to Gabo. Shout out to you, my friend. We, I've reached out to Gabe, and I go, Gabo, Mate, come on, bro. I go, brother. We've got we've got a spare seat with your name on it whenever mm-hmm. you want it. And I think when I get back from the states, I think Gabe's going to be on on the pod for sure. Absolutely. What I'm saying, Taylor, is look, we might present ourselves as number one. Numbers may say that cancel me now is number one, but numbers schmumbers, dude. Numbers schmumbers, that's what we've always said. It's I've a, always said numbers schmumbers. We've you always know said that. number schmumbers and you know, we might not live and die by that, but look, if yeah. we can weasel our way into number two, what I'd like to do, um, Taylor, is Dallas is a great guy, and yeah. I, w- I want to get Dallas on our podcast. Yeah, well. for sure. He's a fucking sick cunt, and uh, he's actually really good mates with. This won't mean anything to you because mm. you're you're an AFL boy, but Jared Mullen is his like best mate. So Jared Mullen is. Yeah, I know who Jared Mullen is. Yeah, so he's a former Newcastle Knights player, former Blues player, and in my mind, right, I was going through a bit of a rolodex, right? Yeah, and I was thinking, I was like, okay, so we've got Cam at fullback. Okay. Sober boy. Yep. Um, Dallas is also a sober boy, and so is Jared Mullen. Right? What does Dallas provide up front? Dallas provides he's a big body, mm-hmm. he's a he's a big tough physical enforcer, he's a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu purple belt at well, Ronin okay. Jiu Jitsu. Okay. And I'm like, oh fucking, wouldn't he be good to have on the team? Yeah. Like yeah. you know, if you're if we're assembling a team, we want a good enforcer. Yeah, we want someone that's a no nonsense taker. I need someone that I know I can walk taller with. Oh, that I can walk with chest out, shoulders back. I tell you what, I'm not really having to think about the things I'm saying to other people. Oh, because I've got fucking Dallas behind me. We dude. got Dallas. We've got, and I tell you, and I tell you what it is. You look across the dressing room, you see someone like Dallas in, in your locker room, and yeah. you go, fuck, 
I reckon we I reckon we could win here. Fuck. And uh, I reckon I can fucking take someone's drink out of their hand with this kind of around me. I reckon I reckon with Dallas around, I reckon you could walk up to fucking Superman. You could say, "Put that giant hog back in your pants, dude," because we've got it from here. We're gonna fuck Wonder Woman in front of you. That's the kind of confidence that Dallas gives me. Yep. And um, and look, I don't know if Mallo would be about about it. But can you imagine in a hypothetical world where we're playing, we're playing a bit of disciple rugby league? Can you imagine if we had an experienced head like Jared Mullen, who oh. is, let me say this, one of the hottest boys you've ever seen? Yeah. If fuck, I saw he was he was doing some jits, which is it, which is what the, the boys call some jujitsu for the for the, for the layman's out there. He was yeah. doing some jits with fucking with big boy Dallas. He was doing some jits and he had his shirt off, and I just like, my missus walked in. And I was just fucking beating off over some jujitsu videos. She goes, "What's going on?" I go, "I'm having an existential crisis." Is what's going on? Mm. There's two of the hottest boys I've ever seen having a wrestle. Now I'm not saying that they're. An automatic in the team, and I'm not saying that they would even want to be a part of the team. But if they were at the end of their contract with their team, yeah, you got to ask the question. And any our, any club with their fucking wits about them, they have to ask the question. And if our club and our club does have wits about them, yeah. And if our club approached these guys and said, "Look, Dallas, we need an enforcer." We need a big boy up there. We need a big boy up front. We need a boy that's going to lead the boys around. We're going to need a boy that doesn't take a backward step. Yeah. We need someone that's going to fucking, to quote the great late Nipsey Hussle, I'm front line every time it's on. Yeah. Meaning I'm not taking a backward step. And if you want the fucking beef, you better bring the ruckus because the Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah. Dallas is that guy. All right. And I think... Put his, put his fucking headshot up on the board, mate. And I think in a miracle play, right, if we're talking third-party endorsements, if yeah. we're talking getting fucking a bit of money from investors... Talking, uh, talking, we're talking brown paper bags. If we're talking brown paper bags here, right, yeah. what do what does this club need? We've got a fullback at the back. We've got a reliable centre in chase. We've got, we've got spark off the bench. But what we really need, Taylor... Mm. Is we need a number seven. We need a playmaker. We need a fucking playmaker that can just say, boys. Boys. I've been around the track plenty of times and I know how to steer around a team. Put the ball in my hands. And I will take you to the promised land. Mm -hmm. So look, we're not saying that they'll come on board. But what we're saying right now is we're releasing the bat signal in the air. Yep. And we're saying... We're saying off. The we're releasing the fat signal. We're releasing the fat signal, <laughs> and we're saying to the great Bluey Nelson: Every team needs character. Yeah. Every team needs someone that can boost morale. Mm. Every team needs a fucking a wild card to fucking get the boys up and about. That has a little bit of Joey vibe. Nineteen ninety seven. If you catch my drift, we need that. We need the enforcer in Dallas, and we need the great Jared Mullen. That is, that would be, if I'm assembling a dream team of disciples, Yeah, I need those three fucking core positions filled out. And I like, I like the fact that we've got potentially three sober boys in there because I need someone who's fucking gone to the fucking coalface and stared into the abyss they've and, 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 the abyss. Ha, and has returned. And they've returned and they've returned better men. 
And they've come back and they go, you know what, boys? We'll fucking steer the ship. Mm-hmm. When you're going through the fog. Yeah. And you're fucking trying to find your way around these seven seas. Mm. And there's a sweltering swell. A sweltering swell. A sweltering swell. That's fucking steering you astray. Yep. When the devil's some double-headed to, monsters tossing you around. When there's a gorlock in the mix, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we may need yeah. we may need three sober heads, and just uh, to go, oi, 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 boys, boys, like those fucking concert at the airport, bro. Fucking directing, directing. They've got the fluoro vests on. They've got the lights, and they're going. People we can trust. Here's the way, boys. Yeah. We've walked the path. I'm absolutely fucking down for getting those boys on board, man. And I'd, I've got a couple of people that I'd like to get on board. board and I, I think they would abs- have absolutely fucking no idea what we're talking about. They have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about, man. But they fucking... Two comedians, two New York comedians, dude, that I have been in con- consistent... I've been in contact with them, dude. You've contacted them? I've been in contact with them, dude. I got around their podcast and they've said, hey, man, what's your podcast? I'll give it a listen and they're going to give us a shout out on their fucking podcast. Oh, so we're going to do a little bit of a reciprocal shout out. Yeah, we're going to do a little bit of a reciprocal shout out. You're talking about a cross-continental fucking, hey, boys, how are you? These guys are our allies. Oh, we've got allies. They are our allies, dude. They're our allies in the eyes of God. And let me say this. And let me say this. Anyone that knows any anything about military background knows that the Australians and the Americans have always had great allies. Yes. Some would say we're the thickest of thieves. And my American friends have often described Australians as some of the loosest cunts they know, but they have also described us, Taylor Coftry, as the favourite cousin at Thanksgiving dinner. They're the cousin that you're looking for at Thanksgiving dinner mm. to say, let's dip out, let's have a fucking cheeky smoke, let's eat all the turkey. Then when everyone's fucking falling asleep, me and you disappear in the bathroom, having some nose beers, and we're going into Black Friday, Blackout Friday, dude. Yes. That's exactly what we're going to be So are we about talking about the same allies for the I Am Gay, Am I Gay Am podcast? I Gay, dude. There's a podcast. Guys, you have to fucking listen to it. It is fastly becoming one of, if not my fucking favorite podcast, apart from this one, that glorious one that we're on right well, now. Well, glory to God. Glory God to is God. on our side, God dude. is on our side we're here, We're a bunch dude. of podcasting crusaders, yes. dude. The podcast is called Am I Gay. It's uh, two fucking comedians, dude, called John Psyche and Dave Sagiano. Mate, I'm so sorry if I've mispronounced your name, but I am retarded. We are retarded. We are but, retarded. But what we can tell you about these guys also, Taylor, sorry to interrupt, uh, co- comedians. Yes. Certified hot boys. Certified well. hot boys too. And you know what? And you know what this is, Taylor? What? When God is making a little magical concoction that's called a baby. Yes. Sometimes what he does is he goes, this baby needs a little bit of extra pizzazz. And he needs a little bit of fucking, this baby needs to have a little bit of how you going, so yeah. to speak. So to, so to say Australian lingo, he needs a little bit of how you going. Yeah, he needs a bit of how you going. And he goes, I want this baby to be hot. I want him to be funny. And I want him to have a fucking giant hog to crush all the puss with. And with these two boys, God delivered and he delivered in spades, didn't he? Yeah, he delivered in spades, dude. So we've got ab- two absolute hot boys, two athletes. Athlete, a former baseball superstar, a college baseball superstar in 
Baseball, dude. Baseball, dude. I don't so know. So you know he throws great fastballs and can give a fucking ridiculous hand job. Maddie can throw fastballs and give ridiculous hand jobs. Which is all we really need. He also has his own podcast called the Johnny Salami Podcast, which is fucking hilarious too. Also. Great name. Uh, go have it check that out. And then we've got another bloke who's a fucking he's a paramedic, dude. A paramedic. Dude, he's a paramedic and he's a comedian and he has a podcast. What can't this guy do? Yeah, dude. What can't this guy do? Look, and... and Saving lives? That's gay. I want to go to open mics. Yeah, and look, we don't want to talk out of turn as well, but we have... (laughs) We have heard from a few of his love interests as well, yeah, Taylor. Yeah. That have said that every time they've had sexual intercourse, he had he had brought them to climax numerous times. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I've heard from. I've heard both of these boys make women climax every time that they have sex with them. And that's what you need to have a successful podcast. You need to have that as a successful podcast and a successful lover and potential husband. And look, maybe yeah. they did sin a little bit and did have some premarital sex, but we're only men. We're only, hey, we're, we're just innocent men. We're only men. And, you know, I know that these boys are good men of the Lord themselves. And possibly the reason, Taylor, that they did have premarital sex is so when it came to having a wife, mm. they could satisfy them to a level that is what we call a platinum level of satisfaca- satisfaction. Satisfaction? Satisfaction. I had to stumble on it because it was just like, you know, like when they're mid come and they're like, I'm about to, uh, 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 that's, that's what I had to do. I couldn't say satisfaction. I had to say statisfaction. Yeah. That's absolutely fucking fair enough. Because dude. they made them come so hard. They forgot their own words. But long story short, man, go, please go and listen to the MI gay podcast. It's fucking hilarious, man. They're going to fucking give our fucking podcast a listen, dude. They're probably going to shout us out. And honestly, dude, we're probably going to be best friends. Well, so that's probably what's going to happen. And we're, I'm going to say, guys, do you guys maybe potentially want to fucking join the disciple team? Even though you have no idea what it means, <laughs> even though you're going to have to work for your spot. There's, you know, you do have to work for your spot. I, t- I said, I bring selection integrity, but the triads are open, mate. Look, and as we said, we are some brown paper bag boys. Yeah, we're some brown paper bag boys. And for the listeners in America, you might not know what a brown paper bag is, but that's basically you come and play football and you rip and tear. And if you rip and tear and rip and tear to a level that we like, then there's going to be a brown paper bag in your locker that's full of fucking cash. Yeah, off the books. So now we're in deep in recruiting in other podcasts. Also, shout out to the boys at To The Point uh, podcast and um, Cancel Me Now podcast. Look, guys, there might be some brown paper bags there for you guys as well. Now, Mm. Taylor, I don't want this to come across as the big dick sucking contest of us saying that we're going to fucking bring on all these guys. But what we're saying is look, every look, here's what it is. Every, every football team needs a host of raw talent and they need blokes that are willing to rip and tear. And we just, we've just simply identified a few blokes that we identify as raw talent and people that can rip and tear. Now, can we get the, these boys from New York and our boy Chase over from Missouri in December. I don't know. But do we have people that have brown paper bags? Better believe it, dude. Yeah. So, uh, look, boys, <laughs> we're dribbling on, but We're dribbling on, dude, we're, and we're, I need to get out of here, dude. So let's fucking kick it into this thing, Let's dude. kick it into this thing. Wait, didn't we already do the Sunday roast? We played the Sunday roast. We've, we've already just, done it. We've just got. Oh, we've so, just been we've dribbling. so carried away. Give oh, me nice. One, give me one sec, mate. Mate, so we've, dri- we've dribbled on. We got caught up in a... Uh, Caught up in a wormhole there. Caught up in the wormhole, man, because we've already played the stinger. We played the stinger. And then and we just we've started fucking 
waffling, dude. And sometimes... But that's what God intends when he puts such wisdom and belief and love for God in our hearts. We're going to waffle. And sometimes God puts two hot boys in, in a room at one time and goes, boys, treat this like a dessert and fucking waffle on and add some fucking ice cream there so we won't waffle on any further. Mm. Um, mate, this is this is the funny thing about our DMs that we're getting back to. Sometimes we see the exact same story yeah. and we go, that's it. Yeah. It um, happens a, quite a lot. So I think what I will do is I might handball it over to you, mate, and say, yes. can you introduce the Sunday Roast for this episode? Yes, I can. That's my boy. Um, so over in the States, mate, in uh, Kentucky. One of so, the one so already the, a great start. One of the great places in America, Kentucky. Yeah. A sixty four year old man named Clifton Williams. What a was name. A, yeah, was arrested and charged with second degree murder after he shot his roommate for eating the last hot pocket. And um the great thing about this, where yeah. did he shoot him? You may ask. He shot him straight in the ass. Yep. He literally put a cap in his ass. Put a cap. <laughs> he literally popped, popped a cap in that motherfucker's ass. Yeah, dude. That's the funniest fucking thing that I've that I've pretty much heard this week is shit. Like, because look, I've lived with, was that his roommate, did he say? Yeah. So I've lived with some bad roommates. Well, 64 years old and having roommates. Is something's on you there for, yeah. ha- for being there in that position? Yeah. You kind of deserve to get your hot pockets eaten by a roommate if you're... 64 years old and have them. Yeah, and the thing is, Hot Pockets, great, great snack to have when you're, great what, 6 to 12. And <laughs> then and then I'll tell you this, Taylor Coffrey, there's another time in your life when Hot Pockets or Pizza Pockets, as they're uh, affectionately referred to here in Australia, they come back into your life when you discover and you go down a deep fucking wormhole of marijuana love and you go, I need a little bit of nostalgia, give me a Pizza Pocket. Or a hot pocket, sorry, to the American listeners. But the funniest thing is about all of this, mate, is like, what are you doing at 64 years of age having a roommate? What happened to your 401k, bruh? Which I believe is their superannuation. Yeah. What happened, That's super. What are you doing where you have a roommate at 64 years of age? I'd say you probably worked at a fucking carnival, bro. I'd say you probably worked at a carnival. And that's, that's working at a carnival. And I'll that's tell you this. Eating, that's have, t- having a bit too much spice throughout your lifetime. Too much spice. Too many carnival. Too many carnivals that you've travelled around your great country in. And the thing is, bro, the thing is. What? That's the first and last hot pocket that roommate will ever steal. Uh, well, it's definitely the last. Oh, it's definitely the last. Definitely and, the last. And we have it. We have a saying: you never get caught on your first time. That's it. You? Yeah, you never get caught on your first time. So this guy's been. Um, how, how many fucking hot pockets has this cunt taken to elicit getting shot? Well, you one, don't shoot someone who steals your hot pockets one time. Yeah, he you, must. You would hope he's a notorious hot pocket thief. Yeah, this cunt's a fucking scumbag. And he's stealing Hot Pockets. Who knows what else he would have stolen. It, he's also living in a fucking, with, with a roommate. He's living with a 64-year-old roommate. That guy's got some demons. He's got some demons. Got he's, some fucking demons. His pockets are so hot from Hot Pocketing Hot Pockets that he had to get shot, dude. 
Fucking thanks, Dr. Seuss. Fucking oath, bruh. That was fucking good. I didn't I know got, that I got you could bars, do that. Son. Yeah, I got bars. You do have bars. I've always got, said that I about got, you. Uh, you've, you have always said that about me, and that's after seven standard drinks. I just rattled that sentence out. So that's unreal, dude. But I, but but at the other time, is I get it, dude. You and I have had housemates that have stolen shit, and they and have just shit housemates, man. And sometimes, dude, you wanna fucking shoot them in the ass. Sometimes you want to shoot him in shoot the ass, right in the butt, and not in a sexual way. No, we, we have all shot someone in mm. the ass in a sexual way, but we're not talking about spitting fucking God's love milk. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not talking about spreading holy seed that populates the earth. We're talking no, we're about not. Hot lead come from maybe a revolver or a pistol. Yeah, and uh, look, we love our American listeners. We love the is it the Second Amendment when you can? Yeah, we can. We love that. We're we all, love it. We're all about and, it. And here's another thing too is that like I know for sure that if I was American, I would have guns. Multiple. I'd have guns, dude. I'd have multiple guns, dude. And let me tell you what, your boy would be fucking voting red. I'd be voting red. Your boy would be fucking voting red. We'd be voting red. We'd have a few grenades as well. Mate. Like, we're not fucking, we're not smucks, dude. You're trying to break into our flat, house. I'd have an American flag hanging off my porch. I'd have a fucking rifle underneath my fucking I'd have a cowboy cot, hat, and dude. And I would be voting for fucking D-O-N-A-L-D-T. Trump, 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 Trump. <laughs> Look, we're voting Let's red. Let's go. We're voting red, but yeah, technically we're voting orange. We're voting for the businessman in China. You know he's got great relationships. That's a poor Donald Trump impression, but yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. We yeah. T- as soon as you said you can grab him by the pussy when you're rich, I was like, that's my guy. That's my guy. You know, and that's not the first pussy that he's grabbed either. I've seen. Hey, you don't get him. caught on your first time. You don't get caught on your first time. Um. So look, in conclusion, Taylor. I don't think that this guy's in the wrong at all. I think that the Sunday roast actually goes to his roommate. Yeah, don't a thief. Fucking keep your fucking hands off another man's hot pockets, dude. Otherwise, you end up getting popped in the ass, dead. Yeah, getting popped in the ass and dead. His roommate is a thief. He's a degenerate. Yeah, he's clearly an untrustworthy person. Clearly. And he's taken another man's hot pocket. Yeah, and he's copped a hot cap of lead straight in his rump. And I tell you what, dude, the 64-year-old man, he's a man of God. He mm-hmm. didn't want to take a life. This is what the stand your ground rule is for. Yeah, dude. He stood his ground and stood he his said, ground and you're said, not taking any more of my hot pockets, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> you're sorting it out and I'm sorting it out right here, cunt. All right. That's it, bro. Let's go. Should we put a cap in this Let's one, fucking bro? pop a cap in it, dude. Let's fucking pop a cap in it. Shout out to our boys. Am I gay? Shout out to the boys, To The Point Podcast. Shout out to the great Bluey Nelson and Isaac Butterfield over at... Uh, Shout out to Gabo. Good problems. Good problems. It's a good out. podcast too. I've been listening. He's a funny young he's man. He's a funny dude. young man, dude. And uh, look, but most importantly, shout out to all the disciples out there that are doing God's work day in and day out. This is what we do this podcast for, to make you guys laugh. Hope we, uh, you guys have had a good week. Be sure to follow Taylor on Instagram. It's Taylor Coftree. If you don't know how to spell Coftree by now, for fuck's sake, figure it out, cunts. Be sure to follow myself on Instagram. It's Bradley Bishop with an underscore at the end. As I have said, guys, the best way to help promote our podcast is to give us a five-star rating on wherever you listen to your podcast. But most importantly, tell your friends, dude, because this is a word of mouth. 
Yeah. Or, as we say, it's the word of the Lord. Yes. This is what the Lord wants. This is the gospel. This is the gospel. Spread the gospel. Spread the gospel. When you spread the gospel. Praise God. Hoes will spread their legs, dude. And you can penetrate and just wear a franger and just say you're practicing for your future wife. It's all good, mm. baby, baby. Also, don't forget to smoke weed every day and chill <laughs> to the next episode. Right, trust me, I won't. <laughs> I won't. Oh, you forget. won't forget to smoke weed every day. I man. will never forget. It's to smoke on your to-do list from sunrise to sundown, bro. Yes, it is. And shout out to Dr. J, dude. And shout out to Dr. J, friend of the pod. Fix your fucking audio too. How not to comedy. <laughs> Fix your fucking audio. There's a reason you guys didn't get a shout out. You fucking shit cunts. <laughs> Let's go.